Welcome back to Attempted Delivery. I'm Sean Dickensheets. I'm Damianopoulos. And with us we have one of our uh, fellow open micers, uh, Kevin Moran. Indeed. <laughs> welcome. Welcome to the podcast. Thanks, guys, for having me. <laughs> Thanks for coming. I appreciate it. You're louder on 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 mics on a podcast. Oh, for real? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, that's a that's a struggle. Yeah, we cre- <laughs> we 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 uh, crank the sound up on the mics instead of Eric never does. <laughs> Actually, that's not true. I've seen him. He cranks you up the whole way. <laughs> Regardless of who it is, it's a fight. Yeah. Like I feel like I have to calibrate. Like I've realized, like that's a thing. Where you gotta get up there, and some people like make a noise to like almost like get into their they have like a startup noise oh yeah all right i've no, i don't know if i've just noticed that with yeah. some of the people but i'm like that seems useful to just be like hey like <laughs> yeah i should probably do that a lot of times i just get on stage and i'm like hey how's it jesus Christ. and then i just blow my ears out like it's scared <laughs> maybe it's the equivalent of like a drummer when they do like a sick fill and then they go into the pocket <laughs> sick fill <laughs> I don't think I'm doing anything sick. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I guess for anybody listening, we, uh, Sean and I have documented our comedy journey <laughs> since before our first open mic. Uh, but we also like to highlight cool people that we've met, other fellow comics, and get their perspective on stuff. Um, you're definitely one of my favorite joke writers that we've <laughs> come across. <laughs> at, <laughs> don't look surprised. <laughs> you guys, I like your guys. <laughs> um, uh, I guess we can get into it. Uh, yeah. How long you been doing it? Uh, what made you start? Mother's maiden name, social security number. <laughs> <you know? laughs> so, my grand, my great grandma, my grandma are actually from from where we are right now. Really, Wrightsville. Yeah. Yes. Hell yeah. yeah. Um. I mean, some undisclosed location in Pennsylvania. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I no, yeah, uh, we'll, we'll bleep it out. Beep. From beep, Wrightsville. Uh, how or when? So when? Yeah, I guess it's like um, a little bit, yeah, like, yeah. year? A little bit over a year? Are you guys coming up on your year? Uh, yeah. Just over. We started uh, May 23rd of last year. Oh, was our first open mic. Congrats. We only know that because of this. Of right, the podcast. right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's helpful to document things. Yeah. It's wild. <laughs> Oh, that helps. <laughs> yeah, uh, see, I think a, a little bit before. So if you guys have been doing it for a year, maybe like a little bit more than a year. I think a year passed and I was like, crap, I've done nothing or tracked no progress. <laughs> <for this." laughs> but I think I started. There was that wave where things were kind of easing up and mm-hmm. Phantom Power was the only thing open uh, okay. i didn't really okay. realize it at the time but like even i don't know if it's nationally but it like i think like there weren't many places that you could just go do open mic comedy and right. i forget the whole situation like it's wild how much of a fog everyone's head was in during that time but yeah, yeah. for sure it was like i forget if i had to take a mask off and do it i forget even like what but it was just that time of mm-hmm. like were they know. still doing it outside or it was inside then uh, it was after the outside period, I think. Okay. Yeah. So I did that, probably did terrible and got scared for a little bit <laughs> and then came back a little bit more okay. consistently. So even though it could be over a year, probably consistently for like a year. All right. Awesome. Awesome. Hell yeah. What kind of, what made you get into it? And I guess how long before then had you thought about it? What? 
<laughs> the swamp. The oh, we're swamp. getting we're getting right in. <laughs> the swamp of open mic comedy <laughs> in Pennsylvania. <laughs> um, I kind of like went through like a breakup at the time. Nice. And so like you know, got out of that relationship, and instead of you know doing what a man should do, which is go to therapy and or drugs, it's like let me go. Yeah, let me go to an open mic comedy show. <laughs> And just embarrassed the hell out of myself. Nice. And I probably got up and said, like, the cringiest, most, like, you freaking can't trust women, man. Like, I was just upset. And I just needed people to talk to. And instead of, like, <laughs> do, I feel like it's a very man decision to be like, I'm going to try comedy. Instead of, like, <laughs> I think it's my time to, like, process this through art. But so I was like, so I went to Phantom Power during that time we're talking about, like, uh, where it's like, I don't know if post-COVID is even a good term. Like, because it was yeah, still yeah. like, I forget. I was like substitute teaching because I remember like teaching in a mask all day. Oh, yeah. Being like, fuck, I can't breathe. And then getting to the mic and being like, okay, I can like talk on stage. Like, yeah. I don't even remember the I can get COVID and take it to school. <laughs> I just remember it being weird being like, I'm up on stage kind of like projecting, like basically sneezing on a room full of yeah, people. Yeah. And then I would go back to work the next day and like <laughs> mask, yeah, up. mask up. Yeah. I don't know if I'm like just misremembering the COVID times, but like, <laughs> yeah. I just remember that period being like, hmm. and some people would show up to the mic, walk up to the mic with a mask on and then take the mask Which off. Which is crazy. Cause that's not <laughs> good. Like if you're worried about it, then you just talked into a mic to other people just putting your mouth all over it immediately (laughs) beforehand (laughs) but yeah so that whole time period of like and that's like i think about it that's like the like the one time to start comedy (laughs) when comedy is in like it's like like when comedy is like people are uh doing zoom sets to like that's the time that i was like i think i'm gonna start this right now (laughs) but if it wasn't for phantom power like the the people in New York were doing like Zoom sets and stuff. If I yeah. right, unless right. I'm like misremembering time periods, but I, I feel like I mean, it sounds, sounds. I feel like accurate. shouts out to Phantom <laughs> Power nice for place, yeah. for keeping the spark alive during that time for sure. But they definitely for did sure. that because I know there was like I know like Sam Morell and like Mark Norman yeah. before this recent show had done, and Joe List I think had. Did done. you guys go to that recent? Yes. yes. Yeah, yeah. 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 It was really good. He was working out on a bunch of stuff too. It was really cool. Yeah, it's really cool to see. Did you like? Nah, I didn't. <laughs> I don't even. I guess did he do a meet and greet afterwards? Not that I'm aware of. I, didn't I don't think, think so. so. Yeah. I saw people take pictures with him, but I don't know if that was like. Yeah, I have no idea. Right. I don't heckle him. I did. Yeah, I <laughs> screamed. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Fuck you. Go back to New York. <laughs> Go back to New York. <laughs> um. Yeah, Phantom Power is where we started as well. It just seemed like the right place. We had. Uh, um, kind of done the same thing. We were we were kind of gearing up to do it, and then the world shut down. Mm-hmm. And then when it started opening up, we were like, okay, maybe we can actually like try this. Um, and then started going to watch, watched at the zone a couple times, and watched at Phantom Power, and it just felt uh, it yeah. just felt right there. Yeah, we were like, start. let's do the Phantom Power one. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, the zone is. It was way more intimidating. It was it was more intimidating. And, a great word for it, right? <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, it was fun. Well, and it's funny because I remember thinking. Go like go in there and be like, dude, what the hell? There's like a bunch of like, everybody's like awesome up here, and then now it's like there's just plenty of like brand new people that go up there. 
Right. It's right. like I don't know what the hell what not, I mean, what we were thinking because it was like I thought I thought I remembered every single person like destroying up there. Might have been our, it, might have been our perception too. Like true. Yeah. yeah you yeah. know what I mean? We were so green and you know yeah. so it's like everyone is so much better than you, you know? <laughs> dude it's like a whole comedy show with like 30 people <laughs> people who know how to speak in front of a crowd yeah. it's amazing right. <laughs> I wish I could do that <laughs> um is has that um always been a struggle it's definitely part of me trying to do it was to get try to get over that fear oh, for sure yeah I think um, we got the same thing. We might. Yeah. I sense we might have the same thing going on where it's like. I feel that too. Oh, I, I, I'm, I feel like I'm lacking in this area. Well, I got to go head first. Like, you got to go head first into it to, like, right, get right. better at it when I'm like, oh, I'm not, like, the most social. Like, yeah. oh, maybe I should get better at it. But then you start to do it and you're like, maybe this isn't the right thing. Because it's like <laughs> yeah. standing up, talking to a room full of strangers is not the way to get better at being a social, affable, <laughs> friendly person. Right, right. It's like, that's what insane people do. Like, look at me, I'm great. <laughs> it's like, oh, I replaced one fear with many others. <laughs> yeah, that is cool. <laughs> right, right. It's, it's a mindfuck. It's like a, a psychological roller coaster. For sure. Because I was doing uh, the music ones okay. at Phantom yeah. Power. So that was on Thursdays. And oh, I, was I didn't doing realize the, they did that. Yeah, and I was yeah. I didn't realize they did the comedy ones. Mm. Uh. And I was doing the music ones, and then I did a little song about like I don't know. It had like a comedic little like lyrics where it was like I'm not even gonna do it. But like <laughs> someone was like, "Oh, you should check out the comedy thing." And I'm like, "Oh shoot!" So then I went to the comedy thing once or twice, and then it it got in my head of like, "Oh, you can just do that. Like you could just like sign up. Like yeah. you can just Nike." Just do, it. <laughs> do you ever bring your guitar to the open mic and do the comedy one? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> I liked Dimitri Martin a lot when I was younger. Oh yeah. Like I, I respect that type of like. It's cool because mm-hmm. it's like you play like a couple chords and it's like the timing of the chords almost like is in the background of the timing of the joke. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I could try it, but also, like, I don't know. I kind of like the, like, like, I'm trying to work on one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah, I can't imagine doing both. I know, I'm trying to think, I think Lennon does, plays guitar. Oh, I gotta gotta hear him do it. And I hear hear it's amazing. He did it on, like, the comp, that's the one thing I would have liked to go to, like, the last thing of that, uh, the last Uh, round. The final round. The finals of the comedy competition because Lennon was on it and he was doing all his guitar stuff to uh, you haven't seen him do that either I, yeah like, I've never seen his him. jokes are great but yeah, yeah, yeah I haven't seen him do the music stuff it's just all imagine parodies imagine 15 minutes 15 minutes of imagine <laughs> what other John Lennon songs were there's another one there's I don't know there, I mean yeah there's plenty right, right. there's another one <laughs> Yoko <laughs> 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 I don't know that one. <laughs> yeah, I don't know any other John Lennon songs. There's an old on song. That one's good. Um, There's many. <laughs> yeah. I think the the good ones probably he, he got uh, the Beatles got all like he wrote them in the Beatles. So it's like, oh, that was a John Lennon one. I didn't even know. Like, yeah, that's pretty obvious. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um. So any faithful listeners may remember uh, 
Kevin's name from our Beginner's Luck Showcase that we all did oh, yeah. together. <laughs> um, how was that experience for that was, you? That was wild. That was like, uh, if I had to put it into one word, validating. Validating. Yes. <laughs> yes. For sure. <laughs> Do, is that good? Should I be making people laugh? Yes. <laughs> Should I be worried about validation? No. <laughs> but it was nice to be like, oh, cool. Like, people are like putting me on something. Like, mm-hmm. nice. Sure. And then it's also like, wait, I should probably be like doing this for myself. Because, like, <laughs> I don't know, especially recently, it's occurred to me like five minutes, like driving 30 minutes for five minutes is fine. But like, it can be a little mind numbing because it's yeah. like, right. I'm looking at my watch before I'm going on and I'm like, I got five, I got five. And then I'll hear people talk about doing 10 or 15 and I'm like five. I know how long five is. So if I had 10, like. You're just doubling the amount of rest. It's like staying at the gym twice as long. Mm-hmm. Alrighty. I don't know. I, it just occurred to me, like, I'm going to the gym for, like, two minutes at a time. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. like the comedy equivalent of going to the gym, going on one machine, and then being like, all right, I tried. Yeah. <laughs> that's, a pretty good, uh, that's a pretty good analogy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it'll work. Like, I mean, right. Maybe <laughs> one day. Yeah, the one difference is I don't think it will work if you go to the gym for five <laughs> minutes. That, that would be the one... <laughs> the flaw with that analogy is that you will never get stronger if you only go to the gym. Well, it's about right because after ten years, you may have developed a muscle. Or so, <laughs> yeah. you know, I mean, <laughs> like on one muscle. Right. All right, time to go for the left arm now. <laughs> God, that would suck. Thank God, comedy—you get better at comedy in shorter amounts of time. Um, doing that was um, the first time I guess we did probably you too doing seven minutes versus five or four yeah I felt like that was interesting like it kind of moved the goalpost a little further to where like before five seemed like so much and then like oh well I did seven five doesn't feel like anything and then professional book me right (laughs) Right (laughs) those extra two minutes are validating for some reason (laughs) <laughs> and it was cool to, it was, that was the first time we had like a cry, like a real crowd yeah there's a lot of people showed up i don't know why i forgot but, how hot that cra- that was actually i forgot yeah i mean there was, was a it fun. was like a decent amount of people i don't even know how many showed up but it was like oh this is literally a room like <laughs> <laughs> and they're not all comics this is why right, it's not just the other comics waiting to go up yeah and- yeah <laughs> I wish I could go back to myself when I did that and be like, please just calm down. Don't be so mean. Like, just like <laughs> chill, bro. Like, I wish I could go and do that now. Like, because okay, now I don't have a showcase notes. <laughs> that, was, that was one thing I told myself going into the. I feel like I keep bringing it to myself. Sorry. That's fine. No. <laughs> this is um, inherently a narcissistic podcast. Please so take the spotlight off of me, please. <laughs> um,. Whereas one thing I told myself, like being nervous about going into the competition, like uh-huh. a mantra I kind of came up for myself was, was "This is what you wanted, stupid." Yeah, yeah. nice. Because <laughs> I was I was so like worked up about it and like nervous, like oh my god, there's like a room full of people, and it's like, okay, well, when you imagined yourself doing this a little over a year ago, you imagined yourself going up in front of a room full of people and yeah. making them laugh, like. This is what you wanted, stupid. Yeah, so, yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, why be nervous? I mean, it you're still going to be nervous. Like, I definitely still was. But it took a little of the edge off. Mm-hmm. It was like, it, it was a little powerful. bit of a reality check. Like, this is what you wanted. Like That is powerful. You know? Like, this is what you wanted is a powerful 
statement. Mm-hmm. They'd just be like, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm doing this for, re-. like, oh, yeah, there's purpose behind it. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah, and it's definitely, it's inherently easier in front of a room full of people that want to laugh. True, true. <laughs> like, true, it's, sure. it was so much, I mean, especially, like, when we did the competition, my night was, like, fucking fantastic crowd. Like, they were, they were eating everything up. It was like everybody killed the entire nice. thing. They were a little bit more trepidatious on your night. And then the second right. round, they were a little bit... It was kind of A between. little harder. But, like, I got, I got like, the uh, fucking the easiest crowd ever. Hmm. I mean, they were, like, they loved every joke that anybody said that night. Yeah. So it was, that, was, that was pretty sick. I bet those crowds are very variable because depending on who's going that day, that's who's drawing the audience that True. day or yeah, something, yeah, maybe. Yeah, right. yeah. yeah, definitely. Yeah, and it's 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 always easier, and that's something like Andrew Brooks said, like before we even. I remember him saying that like last, I don't know, November or some shit. He's like, "It's easier. Like th- that's not even. You don't even be nervous about that. That's easier than this. This is hard. Like in front of <laughs> just comics, and then make some people coming in. God, I can't wait for school to go back so those fucking college kids start <laughs> right. coming back again. <laughs> right, right. They were the best. <laughs> Getting some." Colleged angst material ready. <laughs> <laughs> Just to be super relatable. <laughs> hey, don't you hate it when an avocado and toast is X amount of dollars? Is <laughs> <laughs> an Aventi latte like not enough? <laughs> <laughs> Starbucks material. <laughs> I don't know what people <laughs> relate to. Yeah, I mean before the before the podcast we were talking about like open mics in other like New York and stuff. And it's like, mm-hmm. it's not even the worst, like up at Harrisburg, there's like all the time there's audience members coming in. It's like the only negative about phantom powers. It's not in a very like, like in college time, there's people that show up, but mm-hmm. then even then it's not that much, but like up at Harrisburg, there's people that are going to be there. True. Anyway. The boomerang, there's some dude that was playing pool that lost and he's like, crap, he goes into the comedy room. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Shit. I just lost $700. I guess I'm going to go drink myself to death. <laughs> Get some chuckles. Yeah. <laughs> Lift my spirits. Save that guy's life. <laughs> just doing the Lord's work. <laughs> Saving lives at boomerang. Yeah. Um, another thing we are talking about, uh, before the um, we started the pod tonight, um, was kind of the the welcoming nature of Phantom Power, yeah, um, and mm. for people like I, I feel like I do identify with you a bit, like as far as like the um, like the nerves or the uncomfortability, like the socialness. Um, but I guess I, I don't know if you want to speak to your experience there or like, but yeah. um, it it for sure was definitely like a welcoming place to start because if you go to a place and like you feel like everyone hates you you're not going to want to it's it's not very encouraging you're not going to want to go back but it you know i mean if you feel like support like people want you to succeed there yeah um, for real that was my experience like i was doing the music things and i like i've been playing violin since i was like three like playing guitar you know i switched to guitar when i was a teenager so i've been going like i had it in my head like i'm in the music tribe i'm a musician yeah but then I would like go to the the open mics and get it in my head of like I'm gonna go there I'm gonna like practice outside with people chat them up get gigs and then I'd go there and everyone's just talking to their own insulated group and right. people are very <laughs> personally like don't say anything about anyone else's stuff or and it's, mm-hmm. I don't know so then I go to the comedy one and everyone's just insulting each other outside <laughs> and like <laughs> and you can be a completely new person you can be someone just like sitting on the curb with your head down. And people will like be like, "Hey, you're all right." Or I just noticed that the comedians were more talk. It makes sense, duh. Like yeah, comedians yeah. more talkative, but mm-hmm. 
I don't, it's like there's a different ego type thing. Because mm-hmm, with sure. the musicians, I was like, I felt like more cold shoulder. And of course, that's probably just me yeah. projecting <laughs> yeah. like, like a motherfucker projecting on the <laughs> shit. But with the musicians, I felt more like, hmm, you can't. I'm, I'm too great. You can't be part of my. And then the comedians, I'm like, oh, these people are real cool. Like, you can talk to them. And they're like, wait, do they hate me? And then I'm like, oh, no, they. Like, there was an up and down. Yeah. yeah. Where I'm like, right. oh, these people are really open minded. Wait, are they actually all jerks? Oh, no, wait, they're actually all really nice people. Right, if they're fucking with you, it means they like you. <laughs> but that I've never experienced that before, that complexity of, like, these people are cool, they're willing to just kind of shoot the shit. But I think right. that comes with people that like comedy. Like, yeah. Um, yeah. like you want to listen and talk about different stuff. And, right? Yeah, I always, I always quote Stan Hope. He always says, like, comics are the best people. And, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> I feel like if you're having a bad day... Yeah. Like, even if you don't do anything at the open mic, if you just, like, show up and hang around outside for a little bit, you could say something or someone can say something to you. And I don't know, you you might not get that at other types of, like, uh, like group things like that, where you're, like, all trying to do the same thing. You're all trying to, like, get better at this weird speaking thing. Mm-hmm. But then there's this undercurrent of, like, oh, cool, people are, like, you can talk outside, you can, like talk about that's i think the the big difference is you can talk about like how to do it with the you can do yeah, it yeah. Right, you can go on stage right. eat a bag of dicks <laughs> in, in hell <laughs> go outside and be like shit that's so but someone will be out there and then you can talk about like all right are you going to hurt like you can yeah, yeah. right away whereas i feel like with music it's not the same exactly for like sure, for sure if you suck and then you go outside be like Yikes. No, like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> there's that weirdness where you can still be all completely and i know you can be awful at comedy and then walk outside the club and like someone will be like hey man like, how's it going like i don't know <laughs> it's it's different right yeah they'll be, they'll be like oof that was rough <laughs> what you yeah. just did that was crazy man <laughs> as long as you're not like <laughs> tough I, I remember multiple times having just fucking dead silence the entire time <laughs> get off stage and somebody's like oof how you been man (laughs) but you also know that they have been through that exact same experience too yeah yeah there's empathy behind it it's not (laughs) they're not like you suck right right. but that's what it is like you can just hang outside that place and there's people that have that empathy just in that Mm -hmm. environment Mm -hmm. and not only do they have that empathy but they're smart enough to like understand that it's okay to just like you can talk to people like Right yeah, yeah. As long as no one's like stabbing each other, like, it's, pretty, <laughs> <Yeah>. it's a <laughs> safe space. <laughs> uh, well, um, yeah, with music, uh, I definitely felt that too. I, I don't know if I was necessarily a dick, but I, I would not really engage with a lot of the other people, like at a show. Like there was <laughs> my band. There might be four other bands there, and they're like over the years. I definitely developed like we definitely developed like band friends like there were like these two bands might like click on a show or like that kind alliance. of alliance yeah, right, yeah. right right but outside of that like if you didn't know them i wouldn't really engage but not because like i felt like i was better it was like sometimes i didn't feel like i was good or whatever but it, it wasn't the same uh i guess i'm trying to like uh agree with you that it, it's just a different there's like a fine line where it's like you don't want to like go up to someone and be like I love what, I love what you just did it was amazing because then right. it's like yo you're doing the same thing like, come on like right. I don't know about yeah, you guys yeah. but like I hate that's what people are like <laughs> that was a good set I'm like 
please leave me alone. Like, stop. <laughs> I, can't, I can't accept this information right now. But with, uh, with the music thing, like, I don't know, like, it's real touchy. Like, when you compliment other people, it's like, hey, that, I like that song you did, blah, blah, blah. Like, it's just a different thing than being like, mm-hmm. hey, so that premise about, like, <laughs> like, you can just call, it's, there's just more, like, rawness to the mm-hmm. art form, obviously, mm-hmm. but, like, It's weird because you feel like, oh, am I giving up on music? Am I, you know, am I copping out? Yeah. You know, because I notice a lot of people, are, I notice people where it's like, I thought you liked music or I thought you liked, con- you can watch people like cop out and do something else. And it's yeah. like, oh, I liked comedy the whole time I liked music. Right. Yeah. yeah and right. I still, you know, I've liked music the whole time I've been doing it. So I don't know. It's, it's weird to, to juggle. Right. But then it, you, you just realize life's not that in a box like you can do everything you want right, right. anything you want not everything <laughs> yeah yeah not yikes, everything. yikes. <laughs> hence this podcast you can now do everything you want <laughs> <laughs> do everything you want <laughs> yet <laughs> who were <laughs> who were um i guess growing up but also like um who were some of the people uh comics that you were into and that maybe you know you saw them and were like, you know, maybe I could take a stab at this or that kind of thing. Like, who were yeah. you into? Like, I loved, like, I don't know, when I was going through, going through that relationship stuff I was talking about, I was listening to a lot of Patrice O'Neill. Yeah. Which is probably the worst thing to listen to. But it, it actually. Who else? Sam Kennison? Yeah, it's like, I don't know what the. Like, but, fuck that bitch. Yeah, it's like the greatest thing for a guy to listen to when he's struggling with, with his, uh, the women in his life. But it was nice because it's just like, cool like some logic in yeah, the world yeah, like yeah. at least i can think about these things mm-hmm. so patrice dave Chappelle, like mm-hmm. influences early on like louis ck mm-hmm. early on it's different it's almost like music tastes where you like one thing and then you you grow up and you start liking another thing and you're like Ooh, i'm embarrassed that i liked <laughs> like i liked yeah. dimitri martin and a bunch of other comics but and i still like dimitri but it was like my taste changed where I went from liking a certain thing to being like, oh, I like this, like, I don't know. But then there's, like, threads that run through. I've always liked, like, Chappelle show. Like, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I didn't know it at the time. Like, a lot of the comedy stuff in my life, I realized it was, like, in there, and I didn't know it. Mm-hmm. Like, I would, like, watch Sanford and Sons, right. Sanford and yeah. Son with my uh, with my great-grandma. And I didn't really get it, and she would laugh, and I would kind of be like, oh, just funny. Yeah, yeah. But like, so there were like Ace Ventura or like Anchorman or just mm-hmm. like stuff where you're just like these like comedy themes. Mm-hmm. And then it's connecting where it's like, oh, you can do that. I feel like for the longest time I was just like, I'm a musician. Like, oh, cool. Yeah. Like, and then you don't get in your head like, just like. Yeah, I never. You I don't have to be a late. You don't have to label yourself a thing. Yeah, and, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I didn't uh, even realize that I could do anything. Like I just, I was, just, I just like became story a, of my life. Dude. I just had no self confidence, so I just became a mailman. And I was like, oh, I could like try something artistic. Like I always liked comedy, and didn't even occur to me that that was an option. I don't know if I thought people just got like, oh yeah, you're Chris Rock now, so you can like go and do. Like I didn't, I didn't realize that that was even. I mean, maybe it's because, I mean, you're from you're from your you're from yeah, here too. Yeah. So like, there's no, there's not that much art in york is there's that, no fill in the blank yeah there's there's no anything there's hershey's chocolate you can go to hershey and <laughs> <laughs> but like there's no like comedy club i mean there's like the zone 
zone. Yeah. And then like there was one in like Lancaster, but there's no comedy. Like somebody who grows up in New York, they could like going to see comedy is like a thing. So yeah. they could like, oh, I could try to do comedy. Look at them do it. I just barely saw live comedy. Right. Yeah, like right, right. I don't know. actually never, literally never saw. Yeah, what was the first time you guys went to like a comedy show? Like I, I went to Dimitri Martin was the first show I ever went to. And I remember it was in D.C. at the 930 Club or whatever. I don't even know if that's yeah. still there. So you had to go to D.C. just to yeah. see it. <laughs> and I remember I either went with my dad or my dad and my girlfriend at the time. Mm-hmm. I must have been like 16 or 17. And I remember laughing so much that like yeah. after it, I, I felt like I had a cramp. Like I ran like a <laughs> yeah, marathon. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, that was the first comment. I don't know. Yeah, like, I'm trying to think. I think but, the first time I went might have been the Comedy Zone. Actually, the oh, first damn. thing time I've ever. Now that I think of it, huh. it was to see um, this woman Valerie Storm up there. Okay. She was very funny. I'm trying to think of who else, but that was also around the time I started to get into comedy. I think mm-hmm. maybe once before that, and it would have been up there because that's the only place to see comedy nearby. And I can't. I don't think I've ever like besides that. I don't think I ever saw comedy live anywhere i know you definitely used to see comedy all the time yeah i was working um at a bagel shop and became friends with the owner and uh he was super into comedy and he would like um play us like every carlin special and uh, showed us eddie murphy raw and delirious and and, and everything and kind of helped develop like an appreciation for it but he uh would take some of us occasionally um he took us to see like Brett Butler, Robert Schimmel, like some some cool people, and then, uh, but I think my first one may have been him taking us to see uh, Dave Chappelle. What? Uh, but this this was um, late nineties, I guess it would have had to have been late nineties, early two thousands. So I I don't even know if Chappelle show was a thing yet. Mm-hmm. I mean, he was he was he was in movies. A quarter baked. Right, <laughs> half baked half baked might have been out, um, and like he was in movies and stuff like that. I I. It, it was either during or before Chappelle show, but that was at um at the Chappelle UN- show might not have started until two thousand. Yeah, yeah, might have been like two thousand one or something. Yeah. I'm not sure though. That's but, the greatest like com- I think that might be the greatest like comedy influence in my life. Just staying up to watch the Chappelle me, show, sure. or like waking up and the Chappelle shows on. Just like definitely one of them <laughs> for me. And it's like I didn't even realize that he was doing stand up comedy. Yeah, like I, like just com- literally right, what right. he was doing. Like sketch. Yeah, yeah, and I th- I think. We talked about it before, but it's been a while actually. It's probably since some of the early episodes, but like I used to watch. Uh, my parents always loved like the blue collar comedy tour. Oh, oh yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I would like I would watch that and not like. I was just like a yeah. They're dumb. Doing like, comedy, my brain, like... <laughs> but my brain would not be like, oh cool, they're doing stand up comedy. I'd be like, oh this is a cool little talk thing that like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just wouldn't yeah, categorize yeah. it for some reason. Right. Yeah. The, like <laughs> like I would watch like Chris Rock. It's like I guess he's just doing like this is like, I don't know, is this like a is he a politician? Like what's going on here? He's like, and then uh I don't know like Dane Cook. My brother like showed put me on the Dane Cook early on. He was hilarious. but I guess I listened to that a lot. Until I saw and then like realized, oh, I should be watching this guy. This isn't a listen. This isn't an album comic. This is a uh, definitely a video, <laughs> a <Right>. video comedian, <laughs> and, like Cat Williams and stuff. But oh. just like, I gotta listen. Yeah, <laughs> there's so much comedy. There's <laughs> not enough. <laughs> yeah, and one thing that's cool about, for the most part, you can always like 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 you can kind of like you said, you can kind of like have different tastes. You can kind of like grow out of music almost, yeah. but like you don't necessarily grow out of comedy. You're still gonna laugh at stuff you used to laugh at. Like I, can... I used to love the Backstreet Boys when I was like a child. 
<laughs> and like I'm not really gonna listen to the Backstreet Boys anymore. <laughs> if you graduated to Taylor Swift. So. Yeah, that's <laughs> true. Way more manly. <laughs> true. T Swift. Is T Swift coming on the podcast? No, not yet. We're not trying yet, to get her, yet. but her agents <laughs> don't, don't appreciate our material. <laughs> Actually, we're just overbooked right now, so we had to tell her to chill out and you know, <laughs> stop emailing <laughs> us, Taylor. Stop. <laughs> we'll have you on when we're ready. Write <laughs> more hits. She's from she's from Reading. We might be able to get her on here. <laughs> the pagoda. <laughs> the one time I was in Reading, uh, I'm not gonna shit on Reading. <laughs> I actually. Like Reading. I mean, the only times I've been there is four shows, so I could be a little biased, but it's like a weird little, it's like a town, it's a nice little town, like that stretch is like some nice places here, like it reminds yeah. me of like Lancaster, some like really oh, sick real? like bars and stuff, bars yeah. or restaurants. I don't know, anything outside of like those few streets I've never seen, but. <laughs> yeah, I, I can't, I can't even hate because I, I haven't been there enough. I haven't yeah, seen yeah. the Pagoda, I haven't. We're not well read. Yeah, I've only been there like twice, but I enjoyed uh, I see myself. what you did there. That was good. I'm sorry. That was good. <laughs> oh, the door's that way. I'll just, I'll just let myself out of there. That was funny. <laughs> What's your approach to joke writing? <laughs> like, fair pure, enough. You know, when you're like. No, writing, not performing. You know when you, yeah. You know when you forget that you have homework due first period and you realize on the bus? Yeah, yeah. And you're on the bus on the way to school that morning. <laughs> I feel like that every time I write. Like, and I'll try and be like, oh, I'm going to write. And then I'll sit down and I'll just be like, I'll just write the, the most not funny stuff. Like, <laughs> I feel like when I sit down and try, I'm like, try, like it's try hard. Like, try hard stuff comes uh-huh. out. And then when I just kind of have like a, a net approach where I'm just going through life with my net up and it's annoying because then you'll be driving and you're like, shit, I got to put that on my phone and then yeah. like, shit, I'm going to crack. But I'll go through life with my net up and just try and like let little things and then I'll put that on my phone mm-hmm. or my, or write it down or I'll journal or I'll have like the, there's two ways. There's like that one, the automatic one uh-huh. where you just live your life. Hopefully mm-hmm. I can... I like that analogy out. with the net up. Yeah. I like that. But yeah, I, like that. I think you can't just do that. I think like you got to like consciously be like, all right, let me try to do this. Cause yeah. that's just one thing. Mm-hmm. Like that's just being like open-minded. It's just like a technique, I guess. But like, mm-hmm. I just notice like when I try and write stuff, I feel like when I try more, it works less. And then the yeah, things, the things like that. that I've written where I'm like, I've written it on the way and it's like, yeah, people's, it's hard to eat kale. Like you should get Surgeon General approval. Like something where I'm like, I don't know why I want to talk about this. People will be like, I loved that thing about kale. And I'm just like, damn it. Like, and then the thing that I wanted to talk about, about like, oh, isn't it tough to get your heart broken? People will be like, crickets, crickets. And then they'll laugh at like the Bring lane. Bring back the kale. Yeah, they just laugh at like, <laughs> it's, it's really like difficult. And you know, I just say anxiety because I'm just like, it it should be fun. Like, yeah, it right. should be like <laughs> ah my writing pro- my process. Mm-hmm. But instead, I don't know if it's from like school or especially with Phantom Power, I'll get this like last minute thing where I'm like, it's Monday. I knew I wanted to do this all week, yeah, yeah. but I'm just deciding now that I'm gonna do this. And then for like you know four or five hours before the mic, I'll try and like 
I'll look through my phone. So the, uh-huh. whatever I've been getting in the net throughout the week, okay. I'll try and turn it into something. But it's that day. That's the yeah. problem I'm running okay. into is I need to be more proactive. Like I'm I'm doing the work on the bus right before. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not. I'm doing the work in the sense. I feel like in the sense where I'm like trying to be open minded and like, oh, I think that's a premise. Oh, that's funny. Oh, that thing on that sign. Mm-hmm. Uh, but like, how do you guys? Do you guys have any different processes? Do you have like, like I feel like I got I just described like I got two, like the one yeah. where it's kind of just like, let me just any premise that pops into my mind. Mm-hmm. You know, Tame Impala. The band. The band. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right, right. I watched this interview with that the Kevin Parker dude, mm-hmm. and he was talking about the feels like we only go back. He was talking about how he wrote that song and how he was just like gardening one day, and it just popped into his head. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, yes. I feel like that's where you get some like, the fire. but you can't like count on that because then like then you don't have the skill to be like, all right, I need to write for something tomorrow. Because yeah, if you yeah. can't do that, you can't be a functional mm-hmm. comedian. But I don't know if you guys have a different dual thing. It's sort of the same exact thing, except I have to at some point sit down and write it, which I, I, I don't understand. I want to be able to do a better job at writing on stage. And I have been getting better at that at um, last minute. Like, all right, I guess I'm going to do this. But, like, if it's f- the first time I'm doing something, I have to write it down. And say it verbatim? You know? I do. But that's because I'm terrified to just forget. Because I've done so many times where I have I forget the jokes. And I'm like, but well, this was a waste because I didn't <laughs> do it. Like I, I have to tr- now. I have to try this again, and it still might not be funny. Yeah, because I didn't remember what to say. Right, and so I, I will literally run through my sets like a couple times before I do it a hundred percent. Like I, which sucks because I'd re- I'd love to be able to just like write on stage or like know where to how to get to the my get to the point that i want to get to but there's i fucking have no chance of doing that yeah preparation proper yeah, preparation I prevents i, I, I want to write i have written more but in the past i've been kind of lazy with like writing recently but i've also been doing like that one sh- the one to showcase and then the comedy competition i've haven't been doing new stuff mm-hmm. so i haven't needed to write also been sharpening the yeah i've the been swords yeah trying to do like the old stuff to get you know that just better yeah yeah. <laughs> it's great to just do visual hand yeah, cues this say, entire I podcast. To, I can't wait to our own video so you can... <laughs> I, I sharpened a sword with my hands, audience. Thank you for, for the, listening. Thank you. <laughs> thank you for listening. Thank you for listening to my mumbling. My, uh, my approach is similar, um, though I don't do enough of the actual, like, practice of delivery or like going over it like i ran into an issue monday where like the night before i was watching a movie and then came up with a a kind of bit about it Mm -hmm. and then that that afternoon monday afternoon i kind of like uh like typed it up and kind of like put all the points that i wanted to get in there okay and then i got there and I, I I started doing it and just completely it, it was written on the page but mm-hmm. I completely missed a couple tags yeah that I feel like it would have helped it, it was by no means perfect I yeah. like I threw out like a bunch of ideas like I think if I was on Top Chef there there would have been like 
Yeah. These are some interesting ingredients, but it's not a cohesive <laughs> dish. Yeah. You, you know what I mean? Like yeah. it was, I think it had some elements and some good uh, uh, bones there. Um, I love imagining no you. I love imagining <laughs> you. Your comedy top shit. Right? <laughs> Chopped. But yeah, it was, it was just not a cohesive dish. Uh, <laughs> um, but it was literally there on the page in front of me. I just completely wasn't paying attention. I don't know. I'd like to think it meant I was in the moment, but it didn't pay off very well. Yeah, yeah. Um, you being in a moment isn't nice when you just still bomb. <laughs> right, right, right. Um, and I, I felt all right about it. I felt like I got. I, I feel like people understood what I was going for. I just didn't quite get there. Um, and mm-hmm. I'm, I'm certainly going to work on it. I don't want to give up on it. But it's one of those things. Like I, I type it all out, but I'm also a dumbass and just like in the moment of performing, I'll just miss several tags mm-hmm. or like several points i was trying to make so um yeah but yeah I don't know. that's that's the worst than when you you get off stage and because that's my like pacifying thing is i'll get off stage and i'll be like what am i doing with my life what the hell <laughs> and then but then i'll just be like okay like what did you say or what was that thing you said earlier like uh I want to do this or whatever. This is this is what you wanted. Steve. I'll get yeah, outside yeah, yeah. and I'll be. So first I'll be like, "What the fuck am I doing? Am I insane? Like <laughs> trying to like win over a room of people I don't know?" Right. And then I'll just be like, "Oh wait, I wanted to do this. Why did I want to do this? Oh, I wrote things." So then I'll get my notebook out and I'll go, "Okay, I feel like shit. I feel like a complete <laughs> idiot because I don't know how to make a joke or do comedy yet." But I'll just go through and I'll go, "Okay, I tried that one. I tried that one. Missed that one. Completely. You know." Yeah, and that's yeah. like all I can do to like, I don't know like pacify that thing where i'm like mm-hmm. okay i tried these like, right <laughs> but that, uh that's that's the love hate thing with comedy because when it doesn't go great it, that is the feeling that comes up but you'll trick yourself because the next week you'll just have one that just fucking like hits and you're like that's why i was doing this that mm-hmm. that's why i wanted to do it and it just kind of feeds the addiction mm-hmm. it's like a yeah. i don't know I don't know how traumatized you guys are, but it's a, <laughs> it's an addiction to being understood. I think some people go like, mm-hmm. some people go, oh, you're addicted. You just want to get on stage and you just want attention. It's probably that yeah. for people. I'm not saying it. As, I don't know if it's that for me or not, but I think more like, the, like I feel more like it's like I'm trying to be understood. And Val- that's Validation, like what you were talking yeah, about yeah, but it's, yeah, it's just like, that's what comedy's dope for. Like, that's why I love comedy. That's why I love, like, waking up on a Sunday, making breakfast, putting on a special, and listening to, like, Chappelle or, like, Maria Bamford or someone. Mm-hmm. Just say something where you're just like, oh, yeah, that's exactly how life is. Why yeah. did no one point that out? Like, yeah. So if, when you try and do that at an open mic, like, you know, <laughs> when you have that in your head of, like, this is why I love comedy, this is what I'm, what I'm trying to do, and then at an open mic, you're like, I named my parrot Polly, like, you, yeah, like yeah, yeah. it's like this is what I'm doing, and this. Is- <laughs> I think I, I remember that joke from Monday, and I think I was I was the I'm loudest sorry. one laughing. I liked, this, I liked it so much. It was good. <laughs> that's the that's the exact example of the thing where it's like there's like notes. I'm looking at the notes, and that's another battle I've been fighting. I don't know about you guys, the notes where oh yeah, for sure. I'll read all like I felt like for that set, people were like that was a great set. I'm like cool. I have no self-concept, by the way. So I'm reading the notes, and I'm like, oh, I'm reading notes. Like, I even made a comment during the set of, like, oh, I wish I could connect with you guys more. I'm just reading. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like, that's another battle I'm trying to work out with this. Like, the people I respect the most just go up there with, like, and I'm just like, where's their notepad? Like, how are they just talking for this long? Like, I 
forget what I'm saying in a mm-hmm. normal sentence. Like what? Like what? So, <laughs> well, I don't. Um, another thing we were talking about before the pod was um, was specifically Monday night's mic and and the, how it felt. <laughs> Uh, no, like how it felt. Like the, there was a different vibe in the room. I don't know if you guys felt you it. Killed it. Like, you killed it, dog. Like the, you the came energy. on strong, man. You came on state. You came on. <laughs> you came on the mic hot. I was like, damn. damn. Yeah. Then I, kinda, then I kind of. Then I kind of floated away, so to speak. <laughs> I just. Know, I'm just commenting on the beginning. I'm just saying. Like I was like, oh, I haven't been here for a minute. Like I need to like get on. It was yeah. like inspiring. It was like, oh, okay, this is what happens when you put in work. Like, I see. <laughs> But I think everybody had an energy. I think there was a whole lot of vibe. I don't know if it's Mark Norman's fault because he came and worked uh, stuff out in the room. Fault. And just every, <laughs> so everyone's like, I'm going to try new stuff. And like, yeah, yeah. you know what I mean? I don't know if it was any influence of that. Yeah. I think um, the collective unconscious has been stirred by Mark Norman. <laughs> yeah. Right. Everyone's like excited to work on new stuff. I I, I think I came out strong because I was excited. I didn't have the existential dread of I'm going up there for validation. It's I want to go try these new stupid jokes. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think everyone's energy, I, I think you picked up on it as well. I, I don't know if it also had to do with all five of the POV like parents were there. Yeah, 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 you, yeah. you know what I mean? I think that was a vibe because usually the, the ring rates, right? <laughs> yeah. the mentors. <laughs> um, they, uh, all five were there. Um, whereas, you know, everyone has jobs and, and that yeah. kind of thing. They can't always make it. So, and they take turns hosting. So, you know, different nights might have a different vibe. It was, it was kind of a fun thing that, all five were there, yeah. and it just felt like a like a family vibe. I don't I don't know if that's me, but yeah. Well, I, it I died like... by sixteen. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I felt weird the the sense of time I had during the whole night. I looked down at my watch. I'm like, okay, it's nine, and I looked down at and I'm like, it's ten. I felt like I've been here for like six hours. Like, what the hell? <laughs> yeah. It was an interesting night, but I noticed the energy just because there was like a horseshoe. Like there was no one was sitting right in front of the yeah yeah uh, for yeah. sure. Yep. The I saw Audrey kicked it off or whatever, and I was like, oh, no one's sitting right in front of her. Everyone's afraid to get, like, roasted or something. But then I noticed, like, oh, everyone's still, like, laughing and lively and stuff. <laughs> and people were just kind of sitting in, like, a horseshoe yeah, configuration. Yeah, yeah. I, real quick, I'll speak to the um, the show that we went to on Sunday. There was a showcase of Phantom Power. Um, Which, it was, the the uh, woman's one? Yeah, yeah. I shouldn't say it. That's, that's, <laughs> I'm a idiot. <laughs> it was a female-centric uh, showcase. Um, <laughs> it was <laughs> host, hosted by Dana Sheratantric. Uh, Sheratantric, uh, sorry. Um, funny as fuck, you. Audrey, Audrey Marsh um, absolutely crushed it, and then Jill Weiner, which which cr- was Weiner, it yeah. was Weiner. My correct, like I was trying to, I don't know, class it up a little bit last week <laughs> when we were trying to talk about, like, say, hey, this showcase. I was thinking it was Weiner, but it was very yeah. much Jill Weiner, and then um, very much Weiner, Caitlin, Caitlin Palufo. Um, but the horseshoe effect, like they were trying to get, have everyone fill in from the front. Mm-hmm. And we ended up in second in the second, second row, row yeah. and I and she didn't. Uh, luckily, she picked on you. Yeah, way more, way more. Yeah. I, I just got like a little bit of as like, oh, this is why I don't sit up front at a show because yeah, yeah. I don't want to get fucked with. You, you, you mm. know what I mean? Um, I think the balance but, is probably best. Like, yeah. you want a couple, you want people up front, but also people being comfortable is more important. So, right. like, if you're not comfortable up front, don't, don't sit up front. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. if no one's up front, but then again. 
Horseshoe effect. And it, it depends on the comic. Like, I wouldn't... I, I'm not at the level of doing, like, crowd work yet. I don't, I don't even bother with it. You know what I mean? No, but I, like, I don't even really like to a- ask rhetorical questions. Because right. some people are like, yes! It's like, all right, <laughs> relax. That was not supposed to... <laughs> it's just a setup. You didn't have to say anything. I feel like there's this weird thing about realizing what people laugh at. And sometimes people just laugh at you being like, I'm bombing for five minutes. Ha ha. And everyone's like, ah, oh, you are. Yeah, like, but you're pretty good at bombing. I'm not going to lie. Actually, <laughs> that's the goal of comedy, yeah. to bomb. <laughs> yeah, but... I've, I'm finally like not. I feel like I'm finally like not getting as uncomfortable bombing. You don't seem. <laughs> I, I'm sure you. I'm sure it's still uncomfortable to bomb, but like, you seem like you're laughing about it more. Like you, you're. But you, you'll like make comments about like bombing, and it's like funny as shit. The veil is lifting. Like I'm starting <laughs> to realize. Like I gotta like take it easier on myself and like the. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But like, yeah, I've been like. <laughs> I mean, I guess caring less about bombing recently. So it's, which is good. Cause then you're kind of like, I used to like, if I started bombing, I'm like, Oh no, it's happening again. <laughs> and then I just forget everything. Sweat. Yeah. yeah. Cause I'm like, uh, I'm, I'm done. This is it. I'm going down with the ship. There's survival nothing. fight or flight. Yeah. Like and the, it's always flight or yeah. Flight. <laughs> it's like the most primal thing yeah. to be like judged by a room of people. It's like, am I about to be like, executed right now yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. that's the feeling every time like, <laughs> i think all the i think everyone in this room is just like <laughs> depending on how this goes i might <laughs> this might be the end so that's the feeling. firing squad that's, yeah that's the feeling but yeah like i feel like everyone like you'll have one where you like start to bomb and you'll like talk about it and it's funny it's super funny <laughs> yeah that zach jack dude was like he was really he made a nice comment after that he was like that was a good set man he's like everyone was on your side and you didn't even tell a joke the whole time I'm like Jesus Christ I'm trying to like write I'm trying dude like but then I heard him out and I'm like oh he's got a good point like I should just try and like lean into that like instead of like just frustrating myself being like I gotta write jokes yeah well your reactions are funny so like Mm -hmm. that's pretty sick but it's tough because the thing I respect is joke writing like sure, the craft yeah, yeah. of like that, like I actually I respect so I, yeah. I feel that like come, crowd work and that does come through in your jokes I feel like the crowd work and the like not finishing joke things is where I'm like oh, no. like yeah, yeah. I know what you're saying and I, I could see where it's like okay I could lean into that mm-hmm. but also that's like I don't know. It's, it's difficult. yeah I think that just happens naturally what that you're just you're kind of like personality on stage oh, yeah. you kind you know what I mean like it kind of like I don't know it's like a everyone goes up there and it's like the microscope gets put on them uh-huh. and it's weird to like have that happen because like you see that with me i see that with you yeah. but then over time you get to know people and like, oh people are good like there's some good people out here like yeah yeah for sure but it's just weird because like you don't get to know people like that in normal life at all like yeah, yeah, yeah. like in high school like you didn't meet your group of friends because you watched them talk about their lives on stage for five <laughs> minutes like yeah, right. So it's like a, a different, yeah, <laughs> different thing. Yeah, thank God. <laughs> thank God it's, you didn't have to meet everybody that way. <laughs> it's just that same thing where at first you're like, "Oh wow, this is cool," and then you're like, "Does everyone hate me?" And then you go back to like, "Oh wow, this is really cool." It's like, yeah, yeah. It has these like waves where I'm like, as much as the bombing is like terrible yeah. and like, I don't know, it's worth like enduring to like figure it out. Yeah, yeah, and like if you don't 
that's like I'm still trying to get to like if you don't mind if you're like if if it's like all right I, that's what this was uh-huh. like that's how I felt Monday I'm like all right this is how this is gonna be <laughs> the goal is to make people laugh yeah so yeah, it's yeah. like what is bomb if you're making people laugh bombing what is it then <laughs> like what does even have I'm confused I guess you're not bombing <laughs> like, I don't even know, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know anymore. <laughs> Yeah, I, don't, I don't necessarily know that you bombed as much as just everyone <laughs> left the room. Well, that is that is part of it. And I don't, I just, I, I made the list and I buried the <laughs> shit the, out that of That was myself. the funniest part of it. <laughs> I mean, I, I hate, but actually Matt Blank brought that up too. He's like, he yeah, you could tell he's new because he made the list and he put himself this late. No, I like, I think that's probably what helps the energy too. I like when people like, when like Elliot goes up first or someone new where it's like the people that always go up first, I like on like other people. Cause then it shows you like everyone's just as valid with what they're doing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Even if they suck. But, <laughs> yeah. It's cool to see like people in different spots. Cause then they rise to the occasion too, where you're like, oh, I didn't really like this person. And then you see them like yeah. open up the show and you're like, Oh shit! Like all, right. all it took right, was so that different energy. You didn't like Elliot. Got it? No, no. <laughs> I just mean <laughs> loud and clear. No, no, no. <laughs> no, I mean like anyone at the yeah, show. Yeah. Like it, comedy's such a mindfuck like that, where you're like, I like that, and then you see someone the next week, and you're like, oh my god, they're figuring it out. Like shit, I need to figure. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I feel bad. I put well, and they also added. Uh, when I made the list, Zach Jack wasn't, or Jared didn't tell me about him. So then mm-hmm. they ended up putting him up like early. And then um, who else? So a couple other people showed up mm-hmm. and they put them up early. One was like from out of town. So I guess they put him up because he would been, it was, I think he lived like an hour and a half away or something. But uh, by the time I'm like, I put, I think I, I put like Shahan right before me. Mm-hmm. And that was just because I kept forgetting to put him on. I was like trying to put, <laughs> I was trying to make it even. And then I just, he just ended up getting put on late. So I'm like, man, I buried both of us. And he did way better. <laughs> he had a way better set for getting buried than I did. It's like the, but, the Kill Bill scene where he like punches through the dirt. And he's like, I'm not getting buried. Nice. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah he sat down on the stage. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Sit down. <laughs> yeah, it's like, it's dope. It's like, it's different than music for sure. Yeah. Cause like, yeah. it's just like a psychological thing. You can watch people like grow. You can mm-hmm. like people not like people, you know, it, it's like interesting in a different way. And I don't know. It's just like more like mentally and intellectually like fulfilling. Even it, even though we're talking about just endlessly bombing, like even though I'm like <laughs> trying to figure it out, I'm like anxiously writing. But that's kind of part of it. Like imagine, doing music and like you fucking up the song repeatedly or like writing the song or rewriting the song every week. Yeah. Like how, like, would you keep doing that? You know what I mean? Like (laughs) the definition of insanity. There's only so much of that that people will tolerate, but like (laughs) definition of insanity, doing the same thing over (laughs) and over again and expecting a different result. But that's really what comedy feels like. (laughs) It is insane. <laughs> it feels like I'm doing the same thing. Hopefully, this work. Hopefully, figure out. Um, what it other is. mice? So you've done um, Phantom Power, Phantom and, and the Zone. Have you done the Zones? And uh, I did the Doghouse one Tuesday. Oh, yeah, we haven't done that one yet. No. When I was uh, when I was traveling for work with that last job, uh, did a couple. We did one in like Tennessee. Nice, nice. Um, 
Yeah, you work with Kyle Ziegler. Yeah, yeah. So we got that was cool because we were on the road. So then we could do like a couple little road gigs. That's cool. Probably did like two or three, and that was really fun because it's like you go out and you get a whole different culture. People are like playing pool, <laughs> and you're just like, okay, I've got like whatever seven minutes, and yeah. like no one cares, and people can tell that I'm not from here, <laughs> and that makes it like, yeah, it's just a different. So there's those little things, like a little, a couple little travel experiences. Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of the zone. I, my next, I have my my sights set on Helium and Philly. Mm-hmm. All right. I feel like they have one on Tuesday in open mic. I think. Mm-hmm. Okay. I I went to see uh, Pink Hoodie Tyler did the uh, did some kind of competition. Pink Hoodie Tyler. <laughs> <laughs> so I identify the Tylers. <laughs> Pink Hoodie Tyler and York Tyler. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but Pink Hoodie Tyler went to a, a competition there and I went and saw him. And there was some headliner dude there and reminiscent of Joe List or something. Uh-huh. Or, and he was like, oh, I'm flying out to LA. I'm coming in. And I'm just like, like, mm-hmm. Helium and Philly. I feel like there's a lot of big stuff going in and out of there. And yeah. then also you see like famous people. Playing. So like to do an open mic where... Again. Maybe like where Kevin Hart probably yeah. used to do comedy. Yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Definitely yep. used to. I don't know if he's going back to Helium anytime soon. I don't know if he still goes there. <laughs> Helium's probably got in the budget. <laughs> Are you guys you guys have any, any leads, any we, trails? Well, there's a new one in Hershey on Wednesday. Wednesdays. Yeah, yeah. Or I guess it's her yeah, it's Hershey. Yeah, I think it's gonna start next week. Yeah, on the, the chocolate mic. The chocolate mic, yeah. <laughs> the Hershey Kiss mic. Yeah, I think Casey Nicholson and uh, Sarah Cartwright are right. both running that. I'm just gonna Some it. new club, uh, Laughing Stock. Yeah, is it a club? Mm. Is it a legit club? Actually, I think it's not, a club. Okay. I think it's at or in a Holiday Inn. It, yeah, it's but a it's, Holiday it's, Inn. It's a legit that's, comedy that's, club. Because I remember looking it up. It's Holiday Inn Hershey, but mm. it's like, it's. Te- I guess it's technically, it's hard to look at a map and be like, is that still Hershey? Like, right. You know what I mean? Like, if you look at like York, it's like. Oh, oh yeah. you mean this giant fucking blip? In Stewart like, Sound, you mean like somewhere else that's yeah, not York? Yeah. Like, or like York. Red Lion, but that's York. Yeah. So like, you know what I mean? So I guess it is Hershey, but I always forget how big Hershey is. I always just pictured just the amusement park. It's like, that's Hershey <laughs> and the chocolate factory. <laughs> um, yeah, other than that, we've we've only basically done Phantom Power and uh, The Zone. We did go up to Sunbury. Um, Chris, yeah, Chris William does the mm-hmm. mic up there. It's a little bit of a hype, but it was fun and worth it. It was it's definitely it's definitely worth the drive. It was a Tuesday. I think it's every other Tuesday. Yeah, yeah. Um, There's that one. I did one uh, over towards Philly on like a Thursday or a Friday, if I remember correctly. It's run by that one teacher dude, that uh, Jay. Yoder? Oh, yeah. I think he runs it. It's okay. at like a bar and there's like a drum set and Ready. you kind of just like talk to everyone while they're sitting at the bar and stuff. Mm-hmm. And it's like a brewery. That was pretty cool. Nice. That's pretty it was cool. like the lights were all like it was like warmly lit and yeah. like wood everywhere and there's like some old local dude that always comes in and he's like <laughs> yeah that, that was a different experience at sunbury because uh, it's in like kind of like a coffee shop so you're on like floor level there's just people at the tables in front of you whereas it was a definitely it was a fun experience because it was new but it was definitely different than like a stage like with lighting mm-hmm. like it, yeah it's it kind of funny that like, we end up doing like the, there's a comedy club and then like a venue that we end up going to all the time. It's like yeah. a little spoiled. Yeah. Like you go into like places mm-hmm. but stages. <laughs> yeah, the zone and Phantom has a spoiled yeah. in a good way, I think. Yeah. But the the 
alternative like where some of these rooms is just like you're on the floor level you're just like right in there like you're at their tables essentially i thought that was a kind of fun yeah experience. it felt more intimate which scared for me sure, it yeah. scared me a little bit you it know was I mean? super it's, weird because you know. i remember just looking at people like right in front of me like oh i'm and i've like when i first noticed it i like fucking forgot like half my jokes i'm like god damn <laughs> this is crazy i'm like could, just staring at me. Like, could you, could you please someone not laugh? Like, <laughs> yeah. Could you please blind me with lights so I can't, yeah, so I can't see the audience? <laughs> you shine like a flashlight in my eyes or something? I don't know. Yeah, there's another one in in Harrisburg on uh on Wednesdays. Uh, uh, rookies. Yeah, rookies. I guess that's a bar. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. But that's I, yeah. Leah that. and Edward Daniels run that right, one. Right. That sounds. You've fun. been meaning to go up there too. And then, like you said, the doghouse in West York. Meaning to get over there. Mm-hmm. There's other ones. Oh, there's the Blast Off one in Lancaster. It's a music and comedy. Mm. I think it's called Blast Off, right? Blast I don't. Maybe. I think that's the. Yeah, I think that's the one. Matt Blank goes to it a lot. You get like bigger sets too because it's a music. Op- it's just oh. a. It's like a mixed open mic. Okay. So they. You can do. I think they do like 10 minutes. Wow. That's a good way to like work. Uh huh. Yeah. And then I think somebody said Sophie is. Ma- didn't she just start one? Yeah, but I don't think it's yeah. every week or something. I kind of forget. I don't know the details on it, but yeah, yeah. So there's a yep. few. There should be more in York. I feel like there should it be, be nice. Yeah, yeah. I just just don't want to drive thirty minutes. I, know, <laughs> I just yeah. want to drive one minute, please. Like, yeah, it's the only one thing. Like I guess you're you're also probably like about thirty minutes from Harrisburg and thirty minutes from Phantom Power. Yeah, so it's cool because it's like an even decision every time. Yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. All right, I'm gonna do this one. It's like doing that one. Mm-hmm. And I feel like some other people are like, like I'll go to the mics and they're like, "Shit, I drove an hour and twenty. I'm like, you drove an hour and twenty. We're fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We we go thirty minutes to Phantom Power and people are from Philly or there. It's like, oh well, I guess I can't bitch, huh? Yeah, like we <laughs> are. Jay we're there. seriously spoiled. Think about it. People are like pulling up to Phantom, being like, "Oh, I drove an hour and twenty to get here." We can drive an hour forty to Helium on Tuesday. That's true. Right. And yeah, thirty on you know like York is centrally located. Yeah. I would I would like to explore Baltimore as well, just because it's oh, my, Fells Point, my old stomping oh, ground. Yeah. Um, Someone yep. was telling me, oh, uh, dumb as hell. Monday has a Church of Satire too. Oh, at yeah, Church yeah, of Satire, yeah, yeah. I heard about something at Fells Point though on Fridays. Okay, and they were describing it like. It's dope because it's stage time on Friday, so you get like the Fell's Point lit crowd. Right, and I'm like, oh, that sounds really fun. Like, we're talking about like crowds that are like ready to laugh. It's like you have a crowd that's like ready to laugh, but they're a bunch of like nerds, and you make them laugh, and then you're just kind of like, that was cheap. Like, come on, guys. And you have a crowd of people that are like drunk, and you make them laugh, and you're like, yeah. I feel like it's probably I don't know. I haven't done Fell's, but it's a goal to get that one. Yeah, I I feel more familiar with the area like i played a ton of the music venues so i, I want to explore what there is like comedy wise mm-hmm. down there just because i'm more familiar with the area sure the baltimore scene's a little bit more cutthroat yeah just a little probably <laughs> and it, but that's like good literally like, that's the type of thing where it's like <laughs> like where i'm like oh i sense that i'm not probably not the best public speaker so let me go head first into public speaking mm-hmm. you can like double down and be like okay not the best of public speaking. Let me try and do comedy to get better. Yeah. Okay, I'm trying to get better at comedy. Let me go to somewhere where it's going to be harder to like get better fast. You know. Mm-hmm. Right. But like the stage time trick is what I'm hearing. Like people just being like, just bank state. Like it's really just a number. It's just yeah, bank it's stage game. time. It's, right. it's very straightforward yeah. to get better at something. Put in time to. Uh-huh. <laughs> wow. 
It's also tough when you do have a longer set to prepare for, such as like the Beginner's Luck Showcase when we had seven. Mm-hmm. You have to prepare for it in chunks yeah. because we're going to these open mics where you're getting anywhere from three to five minutes. Yeah. So it's like, which part do I w- want to work on? What if it's one kind of cohesive thing that you want to do? Like, it's it's tough yeah. to break it up that way. And I mean, I, it's just, I guess you just go until you get the light, essentially. But I remember um, having a, a storytelling debate for the first time in like trying comedy stuff where I was like, what if I to try and tell stories instead of like stressing myself out with like trying to have mm-hmm. punchlines and do the math? Oh no, that's a that works out because it's a wordplay on this or whatever. Yeah, like yeah. that gets you realize like stories sometimes. I don't know if you guys have any experience. Like I don't know how you feel about that. Like crowd work versus stories versus like very just strict jokes. Or... Yeah. Like it, like it all. I definitely would like to have the tools. Well, definitely crowd work tools because that's something you kind of need in some way, shape, or form because mm-hmm. somebody might heckle you. You should be able to like try to turn that into or shit on them. <laughs> yeah, if you don't like take well, if you don't take advantage of that, it's just like it's everyone. Free. Everyone in the room just noticed that you didn't take advantage of that. And yeah, like, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, or like, <laughs> I guess some have have some type of like funny retort yeah if you just ignore it it could be excuse me it would probably have to be pretty crazy to because you could just like because i've definitely had people like say stuff not not heckle but (laughs) like answer like a rhetorical question or something and i just completely speed past it and don't even like just keep saying the joke as if they didn't say anything yeah (laughs) but it would be funny to somebody just call you, hey, you're a bitch, and then just like not say, you know what I mean? Just keep going with your There's joke. this thing that happens where you're up there trying to work on something, and someone is like, that doesn't make sense, you're done. And it's like, yeah. do I engage with this person, or do I try and like do what I'm trying to do? Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> you could easily just be like, you know what? I'm not going to do this anymore. I'm just going to like roast this guy, yeah, or like attack yeah. this person, this heckler. Mm-hmm. But then like the story thing, it's hard to work on stories. Yeah, obviously for well, obvious reasons because you're short on time every time that's the thing like where three, i'm like three to five minutes at a time yeah. how do you how can you even grow thing? a story when it's yeah. like part you could go oh what if you were like you could string <laughs> you could string people on nice. you could have like a, a epic going at phantom power you're like all right guys part one five minutes all right, part two of the story part three you do that We're for a whole month and you got an hour <laughs> a story made up of five minutes <laughs> Yeah, I have like Sense. one kind of story that I've tried to do, but it's hard. It's like, and I've only tried it once, twice. I've tried it twice. It's not much of a story, but it's like three minutes, but it's a long time mm-hmm. to be up there for three minutes and not get left. La- at this point, I'm a little bit more comfortable with silence, yeah. so I, I need to start trying it again. I'm very but comfortable with silence. Really? Yeah, see, I'm not at all. <laughs> yeah. very, I am very comfortable with the, the <laughs> silence that I've been receiving. <laughs> That's not true. I was laughing at you. With you. I was laughing with you on Monday. <laughs> but, yeah. um, but you can always take that story and maybe try to pepper in jokes like punch that's it up. That's what like I, yeah, that kind of yeah. Like, yeah. And that's easier said than done. True. I know, I relate, <laughs> but I have, yeah. I relate I with what you're saying, though. And I think it's just a symptom of being new to it where it's like, oh, I don't know if I feel comfortable not getting laughs. And it's like, if you feel comfortable getting laughs, that's actually extreme confidence. But then if you don't get laughs, but then if you do get laughs, your confidence, so it's just a risk thing. Mm -hmm. But like, I felt like a a struggle with the story thing because I told a story about like 
working at a pool and some old dude like taking a shit in the pool and taking a shit on the pool deck and yeah. blowing up the bathroom. And I'm just like, okay, I think people laughed at that. People thought it was funny. But at the end of the day, it's a story about some old guy taking a crap like everywhere. Yeah. Like, what, why that. did I? Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. Once again. It's very memorable. <laughs> God, I'm sorry. <laughs> trauma dumping. Literally, tra- Literally. dumping. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it was a joke. Yeah, um, it was a joke the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> but. The, yeah i just uh i told that story and i and i I was like uh i don't know i can't tell i couldn't get a read on it if it uh, worked i can't get a read on whether jokes work or not as is now yeah but with the story thing i felt like i had no idea i was yeah. like was that okay to do like mm. yeah yeah and i've like a couple jokes that need the silence like the, and it's like there was a, a couple that like man I, I don't and then one joke in particular I remember like Kyle Neff giving me a compliment about it. And I was like, Oh, okay. Mm. Like that means a lot. So like <laughs> it, it, but then every time I told the joke, there was a lot of dead air and I'm like, God, why, what can I, oh, and I'm that? like, wait, no, I don't have to fucking like, th- that's yeah. the point. Like that's okay. Like there's, your joke can have there's like 30 a, seconds of silence for a payoff. You know what I mean? Right, so right. it's just like, that's what's the mindfuck. It's like a yin yang thing where there's that, there's that side of it where it's like, yeah, who cares about approval? But then there's the other side of it where it's like, you ever t- have someone come up and they're like, oh, I really like that joke. That was funny. But then you watch them say that to you and they're like, you don't, you didn't laugh at all. Like you said that and it sounded like you died a little. Like, so there's that where it's like, there is like a universal truth where it's like, if you can just like make someone release some pressure by laughing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Me personally, again, making it about me, but <laughs> um, I guess if if you had to uh, delineate like in three uh, categories, like joke writing, like jokes, stories, crowd work, I'd like to be able to do crowd work. Like you were saying, yeah. use it as a tool. I don't want to build an act around it, which some people can, and they're very good at it. Mm-hmm. Um, Todd Berry, I think, is somebody who can do all of it. Mm-hmm jokes but he'll he'll i think he has a whole crowd work special that's literally called crowd work but then he also has special words just jokes and it's like a it's like Um, a a pistol or something something like a side thing where you can like even if you're good with it it's just good to be good with it even if you're not going to use it you're good with it so like right that's how i'd feel about it yeah you always mix it like do you mix mix it mix it around like within one set like you know what i mean do a little bit of crowd work just to get warmed up and like fuck around for a little bit and then hit people with material and stuff like that. So it's like, and then the best people, you don't even know. It's like, he fucking say that to like 10,000 people before. (laughs) Yeah. And like, or did he just come up with that? It's like, you don't never, you don't necessarily know. Yeah. There's that part. Yeah. Yeah. And selfishly, I just like, aren't, I'm not, not like thinking about the crowd. Yeah, like yeah. I'm thinking about my jokes, like and delivering them. Like this is what I want to present to you. Yeah, yeah. Not like I don't give a fuck what you do for a living. Like that's not what I'm. You, <laughs> uh-huh. you know what I mean? Like there's I don't this wanna... <laughs> there's this moment when people do crowd work where they're like, so what do you do for a living? And I'm like, all right, do they have a point with this, or are they actually just they just forgot? Yeah, they yeah. forgot what joke they were gonna do next, so they're just going, hey, how's your weekend going? Huh? Or do they have a se- several few canned responses for general? Okay, if it's like a blue collar job, I can hit them with this. If yeah, it's like this exactly. kind of job, I can hit them with this. Is it? Is it just predetermined? And then at that point, I'm like, well, that's just another joke. Like, 
Yeah, but then yeah, yeah at the same time they did probably come up. Maybe they didn't come up with it, but they like you could like if I like if I ask you what you do and you fucking say you're a mailman. The first it could have been crowd work the first time, and, and then, then it's like, well, now I'm back, gonna. Yeah. Oh, that was hilarious! Fucking, that's what I'm gonna say to every mailman I meet. Like mm-hmm. any, t- you know what I mean? So it's like you, technically it's still riffing, but uh, you just remembered your riff or whatever. <laughs> like the one, uh, I think the the one it, it doesn't happen often, but every once in a while I'll like respond to the crowd if there's like they say somebody you need somebody to, they have to do it first mm-hmm. for you to get like the off. Uh, off the cuff response. I think somebody, mm-hmm. I don't remember what that was. I think I forget when it was, but somebody said like, said something. They, and they, they, I, I said, I said a joke and they were like, Jesus. I was like, you can mm-hmm. pray all you want. That joke still happened. <laughs> and I was like, that's Damn. funny as fuck dog. Yeah, it's I, quick as hell. Yeah, and yeah, I, it was just like, I didn't even, I didn't get to choose to do that. Like, man, how do I, can I work on that? Like that was lucky so lucky that right. that just came that, out of my mouth I don't that know line is like a thing now that's yeah, like your yeah. line though you got that now yeah that's you my can... line that's why i'm putting it out here so it's <laughs> you heard it first <laughs> anyone else but it's just it's always better to have those lines and have yeah. those things rather than someone because i feel like the worst outcome is someone heckles back in an audience or something and then you don't throw that line back and someone else in the audience thinks of the line you could have and all of a yeah. sudden, they lose respect for you because they're like, oh, that guy didn't even fight back the heckle. <laughs> yeah. I don't know, I don't know how, what level comedy fans are in audiences, but I like a good probably depends heckle on, battle. probably depends on the audience. If it's like a fucking drunk, wasted audience <laughs> and somebody heckles you and you don't do shit about it, they're like, ah, you got him. Like, you know what it's I mean? It's a good question. Is there an expectation on the comedian to, uh, like, what is the word? Like, own hecklers? Because right, I feel like right. people do expect that it's like you're a comedian. That's a good point. Like this and is your art clips. form. Like be sharp as hell. Right. It's like I don't know. Maybe that's not a good expectation. Uh, it probably depends on the audience. Like if it's a comedy audience, like if they're comedy fans, then I would say no because they know that that guy's a dick, and they're like here to see you. They're here to see Kevin Moran, so they're like, well, Kevin Moran's not a crowd work comic, so this guy's just an asshole. But then if it's just some <laughs> random crowd and you're some random dude to them, right? And and all they've they might seen, not respect you. All they've that. seen is crowd work yeah. videos yeah. and clips, and like that's what they think it all is. Yeah, <laughs> they think they're supposed to do that. Uh-huh. Like they think they're helping. Like <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know. it's not yes. Monologue right now, please stop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's. What I was thinking about that today. Is it a monologue? Is it a dialogue? Like, you guys ever think about that? Like, what am I? Yeah. What the fuck is this conversation? Like, should I treat the audience? F- find your voice. Well, should you treat the audience <laughs> like a gestalt? Should you treat the audience like you're talking to one person? Should you treat you know? Mm. Like sometimes I think about that type of stuff. I guess it just depends on who, you, who, whatever you want to do. Yeah, I feel like sometimes, like I'm up there, and I kind of want to connect with the audience and then I, i'm looking at people i'm not looking in their eyes maybe but i'll get off stage and i'll feel like okay i connected to something it, you know i right. didn't look yeah, someone yeah. directly in their eye but everyone was there for something together mm-hmm. at one point right. it might yeah. not have been funny but we were on the same page <laughs> somehow yeah yeah <laughs> yeah i feel like you're like kind of prolific like Jesus thinking <laughs> prolific and bombing <laughs> i didn't say you always bomb <laughs> I'm just saying like you're good I'm at saying it. That. I just, yeah. but uh, like you're almost having a con- like, it it almost does feel like you're having. You're right though. You don't necessarily like. It's not like you're having a conversation, but it almost. That is interesting. It's confusing. Like what? 
because I don't know what you how you guys feel about that. Like, I don't know. like, I don't, yeah, I don't know. it almost yeah, feels like you're like pontificating, but like we're in on it. You know right. what I mean? Oh God! <laughs> oh God. <laughs> I, it's it is a weird feeling. I feel like watching you. I feel like you're talking to me. Cool. Okay, yeah, I yeah. like that. Yeah, that's I what like I that. That is it what I mean. That's better than pontificating. I'll well, take that. I'll take that. <laughs> I, right. I didn't I like, mean that. I no, just, no, no, no. God, I'm, I'm like a sensitive little bitch. <laughs> <laughs> we all are. I took the words right out of my mouth. I'm like a sensitive. I'm such a... We all no, are. No, I'm just inarticulate. That's all. <laughs> no. I think it's just like, we're all chill. We're all good people. <laughs> That's what it is. <laughs> it is. I, uh, yeah, I don't... Um, that is something good to think. I haven't really thought about that. And it's probably something that I should think about. Um as far as like whatever your relationship to the audience is, uh, I'm selfish and self-centered. So I'm just like thinking about me and my material and my jokes and how mm-hmm. I'm doing I'm it. Like, but I'm, so like I, I, it's probably something that would probably make me better if I actually considered the audience. <laughs> <laughs> I, I consider them as far as this makes me laugh. I think this will make them laugh, but it, um, yeah, that's interesting. I'd, I'd, it's probably something that I, or we all should think about. It's you know? weird because there's like a spectrum where on one side, you're just up there ranting and the audience is sitting there like, great, we just have to endure this for five minutes. And we're, <laughs> we're not part of this at all. And like someone's <laughs> yeah, just up yeah. there like pontificating. And then there's the other side of that where it's like, this person is people pleasing to the 10th degree. Like, mm-hmm. and it's that's gross. That's yeah, that would be. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But then there's a middle ground, which is like cool. Like they're talk, they're ranting and going off on their own little things. Where okay, they're I can't control this, and then they're coming back in and checking in. Okay, are you guys still all here? Like, yeah. like that, maybe that's the. Yeah, yeah. I try to, and I do want to get better. At, like you said, like connecting with because I feel like I've done it. It depends on the time. It depends on how comfortable I am at that moment. Like there's sometimes where I've definitely felt more connection with the audience and then other times where i'm like not nah, looking at any i'm just fucking looking up like, <laughs> yeah. hey, I'm looking at the second floor of phantom power where no one is sitting i'm just gonna keep looking up there yeah and presenting to the to the balcony that is empty but yeah i definitely like some stuff and i think i've gotten better at it but i know actually that's funny we were talk, just talking about that mic but early on not early on, like we've been doing this for 10 years. Early but, on in oh, my career yeah. back uh, six months ago. Yeah. <laughs> it's probably six months ago. I remember uh, Casey Nicholson said that to me. She's like, you sound, you seem like you, you're presenting, like you should have it more. Uh, like natural? Yeah, or? like more of a conversation. Like, And I definitely agreed <laughs> with that. Like, especially some jokes. It's like, I felt like I was presenting them very rigid, which word for word, exactly how I wrote them. And yeah. it should let it be more fluid, more like, like as if I'm coming up with it or like just, and I, I think I've gotten better at that from not practicing as much. Hmm. Like, the, I think it's just cause I know the material. So like, I'm able to like, like Monday night, I forget. I can't even remember what jokes I did. I remember the jokes. <laughs> I remember the new jokes that I worked, were working on, but then I did something else. I can't remember what it was, but, um, I added cause we had five, four minute, Five minutes? It was five minutes because I was um, planning on four. I'm like, shit, I have to add a minute. So I had to like, you know, move shit around. And I was like, and it just feels like, uh, 
I forgot what I was going to say. That's what it feels like. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, we're, we're seeing oh, it in real time. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're watching it. But uh, <laughs> stuff that I, the material that I definitely know and don't need to practice as much, doing it on like the fly causes me to do it automatically more natural because that's actually what's happening. Your process is just getting more efficient. I guess, yeah, like, yeah. It's, like we start off and we're all wobbly and then over yeah. time it's like, and then all of a sudden we're just like, Yeah, and it's <laughs> sick, but it sucks that you can't like actively work on it besides bombing. Like you can't... Str- you, <laughs> you like suffer. Yeah, you're yeah. Suffering. That's like, the only way to get... Or you're so natural and forget half of what you were actually trying to do. <laughs> it's yeah. because, because yeah, you yeah, didn't. Yeah. It's a balance. Cause, it's too natural. Uh, yeah, it's a balance. Because like I said, I typed it up, but didn't really practice and just forgot uh-huh. several things I wanted to say. So I, yeah. It's a balance like where you, I guess you do want to prepare, but not over prepare. It's, I don't know, it's a... It's tough and it's brutal, but it's like I prefer it that way. Mm. It's not not in a sadistic way, but just in a way of like it's worse when you do something. When like if I go up there and I just bomb and I get off and everyone was like that was good, and then you go home and you're like cool, I'm good at this. (laughs) That would be terrible, and I feel like that happens a little bit more in music and stuff, where Mm. it's like hey, that was nice. With comedy, you get off, and I can tell right away (laughs) when people because people are like. (laughs) <laughs> just look away don't look him in the eyes <laughs> yeah man so uh you play guitar you say you play guitar <laughs> yeah yeah i don't know um that's <laughs> that's really funny there's no eye contact whatsoever. Yeah, you get off and you're like all right i tried it like people are just like <clears throat> i one thing i did like about the mic the other and and what Phantom Power has started doing with um, most of the times, depending on how many people sign up, there's four or five minute sets. Mm-hmm. But they started doing this thing where they, um, you can sign up for a three minute set and you're guaranteed an earlier spot. Like uh-huh. for some of the people who have been around longer and they just want to like work on one thing or they don't want to wait around all night or whatever. But mm-hmm. like I, I really liked having that finite thing because there was. There was only a few things that I wanted to work on. Sure, if I had a five-minute set, I could have filled that other two minutes. With, with stuff with, that works. With other stuff, but, like, I didn't want to do that. Like, I literally was, like, I just, like, did the competition thing where I was so focused on stuff that I've already mm-hmm. done. And, and so I was, like, I don't want to do any of that. I want to literally just completely throw caution to the wind mm-hmm. yeah, and yeah. and challenge myself to just do new stuff, whether it would work or not. Um, but I loved that, like that finite, you have three minutes, you're up. Like I was like, I got the light and I, maybe it, maybe that's what threw me off and what made me like skip some lines. It was yeah. like, Oh shit, the lights here already. But I liked that like immediacy of it where mm-hmm. it was like, I'm going to the mic. I'm working on this one specific thing. I'm not just going up like with, without purpose yeah i really liked having the purpose Hmm. i'd rather have a purposeful three minutes than like a just kind of fucking around five minutes that's a good point yeah um one of my favorite guitar players is marty friedman uh formerly of megadeth okay um uh he moved to he quit megadeth moved to japan and is like a huge fucking he's like the ryan seacrest of japan (laughs) (laughs) basically like he was like but he's like one of the most ridiculous and unique guitar players um but he always said, like, if you're going to practice, like, have purpose. Yeah. 
Yeah. Don't just kind of sit down with the guitar and kind of noodle. Noodle. I mean, you can do that if you're just kind of doing yeah. it for fun and you're casual. I've been doing it for 10 years, dude. That, right. Yeah, I was going to say, that's all I've that's done. all I know how to do. It's just noodle. But if it's, like, if it's casual, like, you're also not, like, trying to be a guitar player. Yeah. You're doing it for fun for your for personal enjoyment. But if yeah, you're, you like, be correct. If you're <laughs> like, if you're, like, trying to be a guitar player, like, we are, like, trying to be comics, yeah. like, have, like, purpose. And I, that's what I want to try to approach, like... If if I don't have a purpose, I'm not going to go to the mic to just go fuck around. Even though the stage time is valuable, mm-hmm. and I think maybe it would probably be good to occasionally do that. Yeah. So you don't get so rigid. Well, that mm-hmm. could be what you're working on though, too. But, Depends on how you look at it. You could be looking right. at it. Well, I that just, could be a purpose. That's the purpose yeah, in and yeah. of itself. But I I really liked that last night. Having like okay, I have a purposeful three minutes rather than I'm gonna kind of try to fill five. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, f- I felt a lot better about that. You could do a week of five-minute sets where you didn't have any purpose the whole week, right. and then you can do two sets, a Saturday, a Sunday, two three-minutes that were purposeful, and I feel like that's probably, you know, it's like, right. yeah. that is a great point of, like, it's not just stage time, it's stage time and, like, quality, because you can yeah. get on stage and do the, the chicken quantity. dance you know, for <laughs> 12 hours. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I mean, you've got, like, 10,000 hours logged. <laughs> 10,000 hours of chicken dance. <laughs> yeah and i i was gonna damn i forgot what i was gonna say again how's why does that keep happening because we have like Ah. thirty thousand. like i feel like we're on the internet with like 20 tabs open (laughs) (laughs) finished zero lines you should look at my google chrome i have like 34 tabs (laughs) i also just keep derailing the conversation making it about me no it's okay (laughs) no that's the point it's good. I don't think we, I was going to say anything before that anyway. <laughs> but yeah. Um, yeah. Plus it also, that's what I was going to say. It also sucks to go up with, which by the way, you don't repeat that much material. I got to start should, doing yeah, it. Yeah, you should. I think that's yeah. what you, I think that's that's what you meant by prolific. That's the main I, I think problem. that's what you meant by prolific. Like, um, that you isn't that so isn't much. necessarily, but I I right. just I just don't know what word I was trying to go for. There was <laughs> there's enough. there's a meaning that I couldn't that I don't right. know the word to. Schizophrenic. But that is also <laughs> true. You do <laughs> yeah. random. Yeah. But yeah, you you are prolific with material. You do new stuff like all the time. There's some jokes that I've heard you do once and I remember them. And I'm, I'm not gonna say what they are. R. I. P. Might... That joke. <laughs> yeah, I have, I have some personal favorites of yours. Yeah, <laughs> <But> <laughs> I'm not gonna say I'm here to like. You know, that makes one of us. Don't want to burn. <laughs> don't want to burn your material. I feel like I keep doing that because I'm trying to find something where when I talk about it, I'm like, oh, cool. Like, and I feel like I'm thinking more subject wise, where I'm like trying to talk about a bunch of different stuff, and oh, okay, it feels good to talk about this. And what I'm finding is the stuff I want to talk about is harder to talk about. Like, I end up talking about going to a coffee shop or doing this mm-hmm. and figuring out how to make people laugh with that type of framework. Mm-hmm. But then what I want to talk about, I feel like is more of the stuff I read about or like mm-hmm. think about more, which is like relationships between men and women or relationships, you know, like deep, like uh, it's hard to do sociological. Yeah. So you want to do that, but you got to ride with training wheels t- yeah. today. I can't <laughs> that's do a wheelie on the dirt bike, but <laughs> yeah. I want to. Yeah. Cause that's what I've been watching. That's what I like. You know, like, that's right. definitely super difficult especially at mics because also anything and it sounds like i don't know like a i don't know anything like serious or like even remotely political or like anything kind of like that 
it's all like especially at open mics because and i get it because there's a lot of people that go up with shit like that and they're like oh my god this guy's fucking crazy yeah and then but so like when you're used to seeing every time somebody brings up anything like ricey or political or racy <laughs> racy or political or anything uh, like that. are we gonna have to believe that no, no i think that i just don't know i just don't know, I just don't, know, I just don't know what <laughs> vowels mean <laughs> i just don't know how to spell okay um or okay. read but uh hashtag stop asian hate <laughs> sorry continue so you made <laughs> but anything like like you know there's definitely trepidatious like like uh subjects and like if you t- it's like yeah. there's some stuff i want to like kind of like observe and stuff like that but it's like you instantly meet like a wall of like i don't want to hear this from yeah (laughs) yeah and even like and it's just like it's hard to try anything like that or like you said anything deep it's like god do i like this is gonna be so difficult to try to in that five minutes to like and it's supposed to be funny and they're just gonna stare at me the whole time yeah but also like i don't want to be like poetry comedian where it's like fine if they don't laugh it's not like I, I, <laughs> yeah yeah i yeah, like yeah, comedy right. and exactly. i respect comedy yeah, yeah. to the point where i know it's it's about like laughter and like jokes right. and punchline set up punch like i respect that but i'm getting feedback that's like oh you didn't even tell the whole joke and people were on your side and i'm yeah. like but what i'm trying <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah but it, it's just a balancing thing like things all align mm-hmm. eventually right. i can it's wild to watch things like line up for people over time like to watch people like get better and stuff for sure absolutely it's cool yeah it is super cool and it is cool that that's one cool thing about how shitty and hard it is because then when you do succeed it's like oh this meant something like i <laughs> fucking were... bombed for three weeks straight and then this set was amazing i had this weird feeling <laughs> All, like, damn i've worked hard for this like <laughs> yeah if, if it was easy it would be fucking pointless it's, no, also, but... it's also measurable not like d- exactly definable, but you can also like see the progress. Like sure. somebody might be a great guitar player, but maybe their songwriter sucks mm-hmm. or, or their songwriting sucks. Or yeah. maybe they're in a band where they're not even they're Maybe they're a great songwriter, but they're in a band where they don't even really get to do that. Cause yeah. like there's a lead guy who kind of does everything sure. like, um, but with comedy, like we over the last year can see, people progress yeah. and get better and that kind of thing. So yeah. Unless it's somebody more... started hiring writers, you know, it was all them. <laughs> right. <laughs> they like, progressed. Yeah. 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 So. It's just a thing where like you root for the other people in a weird way. Cause it's so painful. Yeah. It's yeah. so just like, why am I doing this? Well, that's, I doing? <laughs> God, thank God. It's not a competition. Like, thank God that when we go Some to the open mic, we literally want I mean, if unless you're a lunatic, you want everybody to do well, right? Yeah, because like I like comedy, so I I never want to see anybody bomb. Right. It's fantastic to like go and have everybody like that night, like on the comedy competition. <laughs> talking about competition, <laughs> but on the co- comedy competition night, it was sick to see like on mine the first round, everybody killed. Like mm. everybody had a great set. It was like, dude, this is awesome. Right. Yeah. Like every single person did well. And I don't, I, and that, well, that's how not competitive I am. I was like psyched to see everybody do well. Mm. I was like, oh, I should be, I guess it should be better. I should be like mad about this. (laughs) It's cool. Cause like I've done sports, I've done other things where I've been on a team with people and I had some kind of feeling of like, oh, we did that. Yeah. Yeah. But it's a different thing to like struggle at this thing. And then you watch other people get a little little bit better and you're just rooting for them. Cause you're just like, yeah. 
Yeah. But that's oh, it also does pay off. apparently we're not assholes either. So I guess there are there might be some people who are like, fuck it, I can't wait to watch Damien Bond. Right. Like, you know what I mean? Like so we could have five extra minutes. Yeah. 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 Which isn't the case, but right. I need those five extra minutes. <laughs> and it actually hurts well, it could, I guess, potentially hurt you to have right. somebody just like eat shit right before you and then you go up and you're like, Well that <laughs> that was well, awkward. You're ready for more? If, if, <laughs> if you're in that mindset of wanting somebody else to bomb, it means you're not working on your own shit. Right, yeah, I noticed yeah, that yeah. too. So, like, I, th- I think that's just like, I think those people will just kind of like fizzle out and weed themselves out because yeah, you would if, if you're focusing on other people, wanting other people to not do good, you're not focusing on making yourself better. Yeah. Yeah. And I, you learn these lessons at Phantom Power, the dojo that is Phantom Power. Like, <laughs> I would go there and I would get on, we're comedians, like, you gotta roast each other. I'd get into my, so people would be going up and I'd be like, look at his shoes, look at this shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then I'd go up and completely bomb. <laughs> and I feel like I noticed <laughs> when, I have fans on. <laughs> yeah, but I noticed when you're like, looking for the good in the thing, where you're like, hey man, I liked what you did about this, or instead of sitting there being like, this guy has two hats on, what the hell? Like, <laughs> <laughs> but like because you can i, I remember i got i fell in i fell night, into that right? trap of being like we're comedians roast each other yeah, yeah and it's yeah. like wait that's being an ass that's called yeah, being yeah. an asshole <laughs> like, you're supposed to do it to their face not <laughs> not yeah. while they're on stage like, <laughs> we're not jeff ross like that's not yeah, yeah. what works <laughs> you also roast them while they're sitting there outside yeah <laughs> Right. You don't roast their act, you roast their personality. <laughs> <laughs> roast them. Toast them. Toast that bread. <laughs> it's a deep cut. Uh, from Monday, from Monday a, night. A deep cut off the loaf. <laughs> <laughs> Shouts out, though. Any more? Any, you got any more? <laughs> any more bread Any more puns? bread jokes? Uh, Buttered? <laughs> I don't know. Um... Well, before we get to the the heel of this podcast, um, <laughs> I tried. The oh, the heel yep. of Brett. Yep, yep, yep. That was oh. funny. Damn it! God. Shit, man, what's? Why am I so dumb? I was thinking was like I was thinking literal foot heel. That's why I didn't get it. <laughs> so did I. Yeah, yeah. That's good. The I call it the the butt of the bread. Wait, you call it okay. edge. The runt. End. The runt. Call the, the ru- ends of the bread. What do you call that? Well, I he's don't... ten years older than us, so that must be an <laughs> old-fashioned thing. The heel yeah. sounds right, though. I think I probably, I like the butt, butt, right? No one calls it. the I butt. I say the ends, probably because I'm <laughs> illiterate, like we said. <laughs> There's, I don't, I don't remember whose joke it was. I don't know if it's just like an online, like a TikTok or a meme or something like that. But somebody had a joke. It, I don't, I don't know. If it might have been a comic, but it was like, "What do you call that piece of the bread?" Disappointing. I, no, it was. It was. Um, <laughs> Uh, it, it was. I don't know if it was called like the hoe or, or something <laughs> like that because like everyone touches it but no one eats, like no one wants to eat it. That's like, fun. That's actually really funny. Yeah. I wish I could remember to give proper credit. But That's like, really because everyone touches it to like get past it to like check out this group Aww. of heels over here. <laughs> That's terrible. That's actually hilarious. Um, I, I wish I could give proper credit. T- it's not. It's not mine. <laughs> yeah. One time I uh, was at my friend's house. This was, I was really young, and uh, so you know, like. I didn't, and this is when I learned this. I was over at my friend's house and they were getting like low on bread. It was like half, 
It's like I don't know why. <laughs> I like, love bread conversation. <laughs> <laughs> like ha- it was like half the loaf, or maybe like a quarter of the loaf was left, and I wanted to make a sandwich. So I went to make a sandwich, and I'm like, oh, I don't want to take the good pieces. Like I want to take. Oh, you're so, so I nice. took the end pieces, and I made a sandwich out of it. It might have been more than just like a quarter. It might be like half the loaf, and they. I like ate the sandwich and like like a little bit later his mom was like why did you eat the end ends of the bread and I'm like oh I didn't want to take the good part I wanted to leave you know what I mean she's like yeah but now it's going to get stale I thought she was going to be like yeah but I like those actually because <laughs> leaving the yeah, I like that yeah that's funny that's my favorite part <laughs> that's actually way funnier I, I wish that was a... I'd eat that shit <laughs> but uh no like if you take the, the, that helps keep the bread fresh okay okay because I, 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 I think because now that's it's not now true. the end is like open it's, yes. like, it's exposed to more so now the slices are gonna like and I'm like mm. son of a bitch I, I was trying to be nice and I was a dick <laughs> now their bread's gonna and I think there was enough left that like it, it actually would've it's probably gonna be stale in like two days now <laughs> and they weren't gonna finish it so I actually fucked everything up trying to be nice yeah <laughs> That's what you get for being nice. <laughs> that is what I get. Heel sandwich. <laughs> Butt sandwich. <laughs> I'm curious, um, what kind of music do you like? Are you like do you like a lot of stuff? Uh, lately? What have I listened to lately? I listen like, like uh, Tame and Pollock. Jungle? Like jungle, jungle Pink Panthers. <laughs> <laughs> like some like jungle uh I got a four oh four, like SP four oh four, the sampler right, oh, so right, i've been right, trying right. to like listen to others oh, like some okay. like house stuff but normally i like like r&b jazz like i don't know for a guitar player that's random that's wild i know right? <laughs> you guys both play guitar or? i he's, he's a guitarist i just main. own guitars <laughs> yeah he's like a real guitarist and i just kind of like noodle i literally only noodle around same yeah, yeah. <laughs> noodle noodle for life <laughs> Noodle gang. What do you guys call your listeners of your podcast? We never fucking made one guess, of those up. Yeah, I guess we should have like a name. We talked about that in one episode. We like, we should have like a mailman or postals or yeah. some kind there of should be something They could be certified. <laughs> yeah. Like certifiable or uh um yeah. I'm try- yeah, it's hard to think of something that's not like niche. Yeah, like you what's know up, what I mean? gang? Like what's up? Because I always think of Ubum because it's funny. <laughs> Ubum is undeliverable bulk business mail. So if it's like junk mail. It's essentially our junk. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> any junk mail that can't be delivered because they somebody moved or it's like a vacant address is Ubum. And it, it, it's based, it's trash. But it go they check it. And I guess it goes to an incinerator at some point. I, I, we should probably know what happens yeah, to that no, mail. No clue. It's, but, but like it's basically like the lowest form of mail. Ubum? So yeah, UBBM. <laughs> The lowest form of mail, Ubum. Ubum. So it's funny to call people Ubum as an insult, but no one but postal workers would get Ubums? that. You know what I mean? <laughs> Ubum sounds really offensive, too. It sounds like a really old racist yeah. thing. It's a, <laughs> it sounds like an old-fashioned slur. That's I know. Like, this one's really bad. Like a real specific one. Yeah. Like, like ones that like Sicilians would use or something, like back in the old country. Colonization. <laughs> yeah, you should listen to... Uh, if you're getting into the, like drum machines and stuff, listen to um, what's it called? Uh, there's this band. I, I don't know if it's a band. Is it a band when they're not? They don't have musical instruments or whatever. Artist. Uh, yeah, artist. Uh, called Fantagram. 
Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They're pretty sick, yeah, and they, yeah. you do a lot of like I don't know what your the sounds you were making remind <laughs> reminded me of that. I, I saw them one time at a Bonnaroo. no shit. They they played at Bonnaroo. Yeah, it's super cool. I got into them through Big Boy, the rapper oh, yeah. from Outcast. Outcast. They have an out. They have like a it's big called Big Grams. It's like an album together. It's a real sick album. My favorite Outcast song is like this one like it's like uh, on the love below, and okay. it's just like an Andre three thousand song. It doesn't have big boy in it. I'm sorry, but it's a, it's mean, just like the greatest song. Like put it on when there's a sunset or something. It's like yeah. I forget what it's called, but it's it's Andre 3000, and he's like maybe in Atlanta, maybe. In <laughs> I know it's that's song how you're it, talking about. It. That's, I don't know I the title because I don't think dude, I know the titles to that album. If yeah, you ever yeah. need to lift your mood, <laughs> just put on that song. That song's great. <laughs> yeah, I fucking love Outcast. <laughs> yeah. What have you guys been listening to? Jungle? Mm. Not a lot. It's mostly. Podcast, honestly, yeah. I haven't been listening to a lot of music. Um, Ice Spice. Ice Spice. <laughs> Pops, I heard a podcast where Bill Burr said he was listening to Pop Smoke, and I'm like, am I in the simulation? Like, what? <laughs> it was Bill Burr, and he's like, yeah, I've been listening to Pop Smoke. I'm like, what the fuck? That's funny. I was listening to Pop Smoke at the time, too, so I'm like, what the? I've, I've only listened to a little bit. I've struggled with like a lot of newer rap music, <laughs> really? but uh, I do. I like some of it here and there, but a lot of it I don't like. One new, the, I think the newest rapper I'm like into is your old Droog. I think we were talking about that. I gotta check that out. I gotta, I gotta check that out. It's really, he's has a real like new, he's a New York dude, fucking super prolific. He has tons of, he puts out like an album a year and it's like real like lyrical, like storytelling shit. Hmm. It's phenomenal. He has a real. Justin like always raves about him. I think he's like kind of on an album or two he is on, he is on one of the albums like, <laughs> like talking on in inter- yeah on interludes it's hilarious <laughs> nice. too actually two albums nice. but uh it's very much if you the first time you listen to it you're like is this nas like it sound is a very new york like i'll dig i'll dig that thing you will nas. like it's yeah, yeah. that's it's an fucking, amazing that's an amazing comedian side quest to be on an album doing the interludes just yeah. like your voice is so dope that you're just yeah, like, yeah. yeah bill, H- bill could, hicks was on a tool album <laughs> that's Fuck, pretty crazy yeah. i could never <laughs> fucking nobody would ever listen to that you're listening to fucking like this like me on a rap album but uh yeah i've been listening to a lot of judas priest lately nice i forgot how much i fucking love judas priest (laughs) they're so good like i i mean i it's obviously subjective but i fucking am really in the i forgot i like totally forgot it's funny that i'm the old one but you're more into that kind of metal than i am yeah like like that's that's the the metal i should be into but not really what's a judas priest cut that you're just like oh People don't know about this. But this oh, is I like, don't know if there's any. Uh, I love Hellbent for Leather a lot. Oh, yeah. But yeah. I don't know how popular that is. I don't know if that's I know big. nothing about Judas Priest. So, I... Do you like Iron Maiden? Judas Priest is like... My band used to do that song. The Trooper. Yeah, yeah. It's like a scale. It's like that. I don't know if there's a name for that type of metal. Like higher pitched. Like Oh, thrash or... Yeah, yeah, but like, th- yeah, definitely not. Thrash would be more Metallica, Megadeth. That would be more um, uh, butt metal. <laughs> <laughs> Is that a gay joke for Judas Priest? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> it's not not. Um, no, like, uh, yeah, I'm trying to think. Yeah, it's just I don't know. I like just just like put put it on the other day, and I'm like, fuck, dude, I need to get back into Judas Priest. Like, oh yeah, because I always played a uh, rock band. And I would play. Uh, I fucking love playing Electric Eye on drums. The songs from Rock Band are burned into the core <laughs> of my being. I, I don't know about you guys. Like. <laughs> Hell yeah, I love Rock Band so much. 
or uh, I had Guitar Hero, so like right, fog, right. Both, random yeah. song, Sweet Child of Mine, Burned In, <laughs> like that one Fog Hat song. Like I know one Fog Hat <laughs> song. That's the one. Yeah, yeah. I I, I really liked Guitar Hero. I liked Rock Band more because just for whatever reason, I liked that one more. Got more options and drums. Yeah, yeah. And then Guitar Hero took too long to get the drums. It was like I already had Rock Band, and then they, they like. Two years later, they started making the drums and right. stuff for Guitar Hero. It's like, dude, I already invested in this. Like, <laughs> this was like a hundred nine dollars. Like, I can't, can't go buy in the Guitar Hero version now. I feel like they don't have Drum Hero because it's just playing the drums. That's drum. Like, yeah, you yeah. just play the drums actually. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, drums actually translates to you don't a drum. Need set. a game to play the drums? You actually can just play them. Right. Like, yeah, yeah. Damien's a guitarist, but I bet I could kick his ass in Guitar Hero. <laughs> yeah, true, true. I suck at it. I feel like it I was made- like. I, I get so mad. It's like I can play this song on a real guitar, <laughs> but I can't. I can't do anything that uses like the because yeah, you have to like do button. wrong rhythms. You're right, like, right. okay, I'm hearing a note, but I'm supposed to play like six <laughs> yeah. at the same time. What? It, I'm like, there's not what. It, yeah, it's, like, it's this very is one note. If you yeah. actually know the song, yeah. and it, I feel like solos are almost harder on that because yeah. it's just like, oh, I'm just looking at epilepsy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like yeah. come, like, right. like this is this is like colors. I don't, I can't, I can't see the notes. Yeah. Like, what part of the song goes? One part of the song is. And that's that's one thing I I preferred about Rock Band is like. The clicks of the guitar hero guitar like strumming is like click 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 like <laughs> strings don't sound like that like <laughs> better clicks smoother clicks yeah <laughs> uh, we're I guess about at time sure. um, but I wanted to bring up something that we talked about a lot of comedy nerd shit but this is um, uh, our our friend uh, fan of the pod. One of our only, <laughs> uh, Anonymous, an, an, Anonymous. Oh yeah, Anonymous, yeah. Um, sent this article, and I, I said we Ooh. would bring it up this week. Okay. Um, just as, as a bit of a talking point, as as we as we close up the pod here. Of course. I'll just I'll just read the headline. It just gets it just gets better as the headline goes along. A manatee died oh. from high intensity sex. Oh. With brother. Ooh. Oh. <laughs> at Florida Aquarium. Oh, because of course it's Florida, <laughs> Florida. Uh, in April, Hugh Hugh the manatee died at 38 Hugh. years old. <laughs> 38? They live that long? I guess so. I guess so. Um, Hugh died from a 14 14.5 <laughs> centimeter rip in his colon caused by a sexual encounter no. with his male brother no. Buffett. Buffett? Buffett? Yeah. As in Jimmy? Buffett's, yeah. I don't know, Buffett's packing. Buffet? <laughs> Buffet? Buffet? Well, there's two T's. So I, there's two T's. So I think it's Buffett. Um, in Florida, a manatee, it's definitely Buffett. <laughs> well, yeah, that is what that was named after. Yeah, never mind. Guaranteed. Uh, fair enough. <laughs> is there more headline? That, that was the oh, whole was headline. Say, there's there's plenty Christ, more. There's yeah. plenty more article. Um, a manatee fucked its brother manatee to death. <laughs> like that South Park, That's the headline. That South Park episode. We're gonna fuck them all to death. Dang, I thought manatees were gentle. Uh, <laughs> well, some manatees like consensual non-consent. So, jeez, man. <laughs> Given these manatees. Yeah, employees employees observed employees observed high intensity sexual behavior between two adult male manatees, which resulted in rectal penetration of the smaller male. Uh, 
The sexual behavior can <laughs> continued throughout the day. Take that, hey, okay. Florida. With periods of rest. <laughs> oh. Periods of rest between high-intensity interactions. <laughs> wow. So, I mean, at least they knew to take breaks. I mean, I don't, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> so, it's like sting. Guy was laying it. Oh, wait. He did die. <laughs> I forgot that it was a brother that killed its brother for a second. I, I forgot. I was like, oh, two manatees were having sex. Oh, yeah. No, that's that's terrible. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Manatee. I saw some sea lions uh, fucking on the beach when I was out in San Diego. Nice. So I guess manatees are like a sea lion pretty much. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like a marine biologist. <laughs> yeah, when a sea lion goes to Florida, it just becomes a manatee. Uh, he- when a sea lion lets itself go, it becomes a manatee. <laughs> on the day of Hugh's passing, Hugh and Buffett engaged in natural yet increased mating behavior observed and documented in manatees both in managed care and in the wild. I wish I could engage in natural and increased <laughs> mating behavior. <laughs> Just hopefully not with a brother. Oh, no. <laughs> with a manatee. Uh, that's, 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 most, that's most of it. Anonymous. It's a sick fuck. That's all I gotta say. Shout out. Um, Hugh's death came less than six years after Snooty, the world's oldest manatee in captivity, drowned. How does a manatee drown? That's yeah, damn. Damn. Okay. Don't know. Um, in Brenton, shortly after celebrating his 69th birthday, of course. Sixty. Wait, he got 69. To death. <laughs> now oh, no, he six- lived to sixty nine and then drowned. Damn! So that's a, oh, that's man, the other he one. Di- Hugh died young. Yeah, thirty eight, yeah. half a life. Indeed, he was Indeed. living live, fast. Live it sounded fast, like yeah, live fast, die young, leave a beautiful corpse. It's amazing <laughs> how you can do that math. Hugh, <laughs> I still didn't really do the math. <laughs> I just know three's half a six. <laughs> Snooty is a great name for a manatee. <laughs> Hugh. Hugh, <laughs> Hugh Hefner, the Hugh Hefner manatee, <laughs> uh, manatee burger in paradise. Gross. Yep. <laughs> manatee burger would not. Yeah, I just I just it. wanted to bring that up. That's for, uh, fantastic. Has a fantastic story. Indeed. I'm gonna dream about manatees tonight. And <laughs> it's gonna be great. Dream it's about them fucking. <laughs> Incestual manatee love. Hopefully, <laughs> I'm lucky. If I'm lucky. <laughs> uh, so yeah, coming to an Gotta open mic near on. you, Kevin of course, Moran. Man. Mm, if I, I can say it without burping, Kevin Moran. <laughs> thank you for joining us. Thank you. Yeah, thanks I for coming. On. I appreciate you guys having me on and talking this whole time. Absolutely, oh, yeah. it's dope. It's fun. <laughs> it fun. We'll do it again. Oh yeah. Anybody got anything else? I don't think so. Uh, I'm gonna anything? I'm gonna make a podcast. Right. Yeah. Oh yeah, 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 called, yeah. If you have anything going on, oh, you have a name for it's called uh, the Silent Treatment. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. That's I like the I name. That's all I got. That's all you got. Hell yeah. Also, so, I'm working on a theme song. Artist. Any uh, like, what's the premise? Yeah, yeah. Like, uh, maybe like a write-in, a call-in type show. Give Artists. some advice to some people. You know, help some people out with their life. Anyone that's been through any type of silent treatment before you know what i'm talking about yeah okay. yeah i okay. sense a lot of comedians might have been mm-hmm. for sure it's possible but um yeah i gotta have you guys on since you Hell yeah. were nice enough to have me on absolutely <laughs> of course oh, yeah. yeah so we look forward to the the silent treatment with kevin moran oh yeah and uh yeah anybody got oh, anything yeah. else nope
See you next Thursday. Okay. Thank you.